Yeah, we've got two in already. Right, so. Evening, boys. How are we doing? So, here we are. Another episode of Land of Grub and Glory. Uh, Flash is not coming. Um, Daughter of Albion is late and so is Capstan. So it's just, so it's just me. <laughs> so it's just me and Mosley to start. It may, it may even be... Uh, yeah, uh, oh, um, yeah, message didn't show up. That's because, um, it's on my VPN time. That's why. <laughs> right, so, I know, I know Capstan wants to talk about the Groiper, so I shall leave that till a bit later. Um, uh, what do you want to get? Is there anything you want to talk about from this week, mostly? <laughs> is there uh yeah it, it surprises me because um oh what was it uh, uh did you did, did you know the french the french have fought uh, have won more battles than we have did you know this fact i had the, i had this i had this thrown at me by yank who, who was who was desperately trying trying to own the british empire but then i pointed out to him they may have won all these battles but they didn't actually win any win any wars or any territory front from it
<laughs> we, we, yeah. Oh no, a Netflix pre a, ne a Netflix film with historical inaccuracies. Hold on a sec. I don't think anyone can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, as as per as per usual as per usual, I I fucked up I fucked up the audio. Um, yeah. <laughs> Latest did Oh fucking hell, we're gonna have to start with that again. Um, hold on, hold on, two tech, two ticks, kids. Um. Uh, oh you know, one of the one of these day, one of these days, I shall. One of these days, I shall get it right first time. Go on, then speak. Am I? Am I? Oh, you. That's it, that's it. You're coming through now. I've I've just done my usual. I mean. It's, it seems I'm taking my cues from the Ralph retort at the moment with the bad audio. <laughs> We've had three weeks in a row now of bad audio. <laughs> yep, I've fucked it. I've fucked up the audio yet again. <laughs> a, was... a hat trick of fuck up. <laughs> a quad quadrilogy of fuck ups. I've not fucked up every episode so far. Uh, right, right. Well, think... right. Do you want to go again then? <laughs> Shall I start again? Yeah. I'll, re I'll rewind the tape. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'll read some of this again. Yeah, right, basically, but, yeah. um, basically, the French, uh, and especially the director of the Agincourt Museum, has got his knickers in a twist about the um, Netflix's adaptation of um, William Shakespeare's uh, Henry V, which is called The King. Basically, uh, they're saying that uh, the actual production is riddled with historical inaccuracies. Um, it's dangerously jigonistic and anti-French. Uh, the, the article goes on to say, uh, um, I'm outraged. The film of the French is really sullied. The film has a francophobe tendency, as he said, taking offence to Patterson's, which is Robert Patterson, who was in Twilight, I believe. He's oh, hammed yeah, up taking on the, the French Delphon. What, what do you think yes, of him being Batman. the new Batman? <laughs> um, uh, can, I, can I not say? Because uh, well, it's terrible, isn't it? Really. I mean, to be honest, we've had pretty, we've had some good Batman's with Michael Keaton and um, Christian Bale. Went to. Do you think? Do you think Sparkly Batman's going to be worse? Going to be worse, worse than than uh, George Clooney Batman? That's going to be hard. You're going to have to literally go out and really make an attempt to fuck that part up. <laughs> I th to be honest, I, I think Clooney was the least of that film's problems. Yeah, that's it. I mean, when you look back on it, it's a it's a shambles. Isn't it? It's a it real was... shambles. Ice to see you, Batman. <laughs> it was that bad, wasn't it? I think you could have done a better part than Arnie. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> oh, God. I wonder who wrote the script. <laughs> oh, dear. The, art so the article carries on. Sorry, so I've, the British... I've derailed you, mate. You have derailed me, mate. Yeah. He says the British far right are going to lap this up. It will flatter nationalist egos over there, he predicted. Uh, he, said, he said the English were raping and pillaging, and this was totally overlooked, and the king's cold-blooded execution of his French prisoners was glossed over, despite them having their throats slit and their heads crushed with sledgehammers. Uh, that's a, that's mean, a, Oh, God. Did Dr. Mengele kill him all? <laughs> Personally. <laughs> Is the it... thing is, no, 
<laughs> the, the English, uh, it's normally the other way around, isn't it? We, it's the English you normally get. Like, yeah. um, if we get a historical film, normally we're looking like these evil car- um, caricature bad guys. But to be honest, in this film, though it has its faults, and there are quite a few, we we actually painted in quite a positive light, which is which is really really <laughs> rare. No, I'm not complaining. Normally, it's the other way around. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh oh no! Imagine actually pleasing your audience. That's not what Netflix is for. I know. Actually, doing something as uh, outlandish as that. Uh, do you want, shall I pick out a story from the stack? I've seen. I've seen the perfect one to start. We yeah, have, did you know? Did you know Bristol University has appointed a history of sla- slavery pr- professor? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh. I, I don't know how I came across the article, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? What? Some of the comments actually underneath the BBC article gave me some hope. Oh, this is quite good because I've got the BBC one, so I sure sure I don't know. Just I think I don't I don't know. It was on the Twitter page, so I'm not sure exactly where the comments section were reading from. But oh right, oh you mean the you mean the uh, to the Twitter comments? Yeah, basically saying, hang on a minute. So okay, we you've appointed a professor of slavery. So are we going to look at you know the the slavery of the white man from the uh, from like the uh, from the Muslims, are we going to look at the current slave trade that takes place in Africa at the moment? Oh, just, just, just back to the ignore that. Just back to the film. Do you know what it's called? Um, dissidents asking. What the film? Yeah, it's called The King. It's called the kit. It's called The King Dissident. Yeah. Right. So, Bristol University appoints history of slavery professor. And can can you get can you guess what race she is? Let's give the um, let's give the chat a guess. <laughs> Can the can the chat can the can chat can chat guess? Oh, God's own's answered that one for you. Um, I think we're about twenty seconds behind chat. Aren't we? Hold on, I'm, I'm just I've got it on my on my phone. Uh, yeah, it does. Right. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out. Um, <laughs> yeah, what, I think what, what persuasion she is. Professor Professor Olivet Otelle. <laughs> that's a that's obviously quite a bis- Bristolian name, isn't it? Yeah, she takes yeah. up the new role in January. Also, also coming in January, I will remind everybody that uh, David Baddiel was doing his uh, doing his Holocaust denial series, isn't he? When's that out? Uh, that's I think it's out in January, isn't it? Because um, the Daily Show, the Daily Show, have already have already have already showed the uh, have already played the clip where um, a BBC researcher tried to get them on board with it. So they were going to basically set them up. Yeah. Is that, is that what you're yeah. And they didn't give them an easy time. But they're not. They're not going to. I. I wonder who you'll get on. To be honest, I mean, being it's a BBC, a BBC, and and B, stood by a Jew. So I mean, who in their right mind is actually going to do it? Expecting a expecting expecting a fair ride out of it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, even if the person you know went on there, you'd know they'd edit it so it sounded like, uh, you know. It was, you know, they were glorifying every single thing Hitler did, and all this. Oh, and then stuff. and then they'd do the old do the old turning the camera off, wouldn't they? Their other favourite trick. Yeah. No, no, the camera's it's off. Sort of, you got your camera's off. You can talk freely. No, don't worry about it. It sort of reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons, you know, when he um, touches that woman's backside, and they edit it down. It's really badly edited. That sort of reminds <laughs> me of the BBC and the way they, <laughs> you know, they manipulate things. It's so obvious, but you know, yeah. we can all see it. 
Wait, wait, uh, it's, it's, how, it's how they got Mark Collett, wasn't it? It was the, oh, I've, I've totally turned the camera off. Don't worry, mate. Yeah, you've got to be on your guard. You know, you can't, you can't turn, you can't take it. You can't, you can't trust him. Second. can't trust him for a second, can you? Absolutely. So one of one of one of Miss Otele's tasks is uh, is to is to look at the universities and Bristol's involvement in the transatlantic slave trade, and I and I seem reading between the lines that's to apportion blame to both sides as well, is it? Do you know they've gone about repatriations and stuff like that? Well, first of all, it wouldn't be the current issue if you've got slavery still taking place in the world, which it does in in some parts of Eastern Europe, definitely does in Africa and other parts. Wouldn't it be the right, morally the right thing to do, instead of bleating on about something that took place over 200 years ago, wouldn't it be good to look at and deal with the current issues, people who are actually affected by it in well, this, it's, it's, this moment in time? It's, it's wouldn't like, that be the right thing? It's, it's, like, um, it's like pollution, isn't it? You, 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 can, you, can, get, you can only talk about like, the Industrial Revolution we had. You can't talk about the Industrial Revolution other countries are having, can you? Yeah, exactly. So at the moment, we're one of the greenest countries. You know, I looked at some of the figures and, you know, output per percentage and things like that. We're certainly, you know, not the best, but if you look... Well, we have, um, right. we have things like chimney scrubbers and things like that, don't we? So we're not actually putting as much out. Well, that's it, isn't it? You know, I, I swear the figures are manipulated anyway, to, even if... They're probably they're manip- manip- manipulated up anyway, aren't they? So yeah make it sound even, seem worse than it is i mean i i, I remember not. um i think it was like newsnight or something like that there was a they were talking about this was china about 10 15 years ago and they were like they they were talking about like um i don't know something to do with china i can't remember what it was but they were show, showing this woman literally um desoldering motherboards she was literally stood there with like a brazier and a pair of pliers <laughs> You know like you know like the oil drum on literally an oil drum on fire and a pair of pliers I mean, Crazy, the pollution—the pollution coming from that must be you like that, and that's the least of what they do, isn't it? Yeah, but they don't care, do they? They literally just—you know—they don't care about the pollution. No, not, they know not at all. People are not gonna—they're not gonna. I mean, for start off with, you know, we're not gonna penalize China because of all the revenue that these people make from the Chinese, you know, producing all these goods and stuff like that. So there's no way in hell we're gonna go after them. So who's the next target? You target, you know, white Europeans. Blame well, them. For the the, peop- the people who you can guilt. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no point in trying to guilt someone who, who can't be guilted, is there? No. If you said to a Chinese man, you know, or a Chinese person, you'd say, you know, do you feel guilty about the pollution? You'd yeah, say not really, and you know, what, what, what our production? So, so it's like, not really assume, something like you say you, you can't guilt. Do you think the Chinese had a slave trade, or do you think they just used their own natural resource, their own people? Do you think or I think the whole world has used slaves. You know? I think everybody's everybody has at some point. It was like it was one of the one of the perks of being a victor, wasn't it? I mean, let's let's look at it now. I mean, I was reading a book. I mean, basically, slavery in this country, as in, I'm talking about not about the transatlantic slave trade. I'm talking about people using slaves in this country. Basically, by the end of the well, we didn't, we didn't because 12... of our we didn't because of our constitution, did we? Yeah, basically, the end of the 12th century. Yeah. slavery in this country was abolished because basically it came down to the feudal system it was more productive to have serfs who were paying money rather than a, yeah. a slave trade but basically you know you're talking 800 years ago whereas in africa and other parts of the world it's still going on so you know to pinpoint another go at us when we we were the first again the first country in europe to abolish slavery in the 1800s so we've you know if you're going to talk about you know, issues we've had we've been 
pioneers in removing slavery from our own country and from and from the rest of the world. So, well, exactly because the... it's the guilt complex these people seem to foister upon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dog's going off. Hold on a sec. Just going to have to shout at the dog. Doggo's not happy with the fire. Yeah, well, if anyone has seen The King, it's okay. Uh, it's got it's Netflix, so I wouldn't expect anything too dramatic from it. But to be honest, the battle scene's pretty good. And it, like I said earlier on, it doesn't really, um, doesn't really shine the English in too bad a light, considering what other productions have done over the past. So, so there you go. And I'm still talking to myself. Right. Uh, he must. He must have smelt mechanical digger. <laughs> I was. I was blaming the fireworks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, he's he, he's not happy. He's not happy, Bunny, because I think the the pub have just done theirs. So, uh, so let let's hear about what what Professor Atelle wants to do. Uh, speaking about a new appointment, she said, "I hope to bring together Bristolians from all communities and scholars, artists, and educators who are willing to contribute to a stronger and fairer society." Okay, so she wants to bring together. Is this including white people or apart from white people? Or does she? Or does she just want to bring the white people in to point the finger at them? Yeah, she'll drag the white people in, and then they can. They'll be in a conference room or a, like an auditorium, and then all the white people got to sit in the corner and can't say anything, can't raise an opinion, and all the. All well, they have to sit with a, with a sign around their neck or something, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like a little noose around their neck, and all the BAME people, as they call them, can shout abuse. <laughs> yeah. And she also says, uh, "I want students to see me as a facilitator of a dialogue that needs to take place, and that is about the role of the University of Bristol in the transatlantic slave trade." So she doesn't, she doesn't want a dialogue, does she? It's going to be a monologue, isn't it? I read something somewhere that we actually paid some money, uh, like to like repatriations years ago that took. Best part of nearly 150, 200 years to pay back in terms of because the the loan and the way it was orchestrated. So we have actually paid money back to people, you know, you know, people who were were mistreated and things like that. So it's not something we haven't like we just snubbed and turned our backs on and gone, you know, we're just going to ignore it. Well, how, it how much longer are we going to put up and keep apologising for something that our ancestors did, did over 200 years ago? Well, how many we how many more times? How many more times have we got to pay for them? I mean, we paid for them once when we bought them in the first place. Then we paid for them to pay for them to get again to pay for their food and upkeep, upkeep while they while they worked, and and then so now we've got to pay for them a third time with this with this other payment, whatever you know the 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 reparations payment as well. So how many how many times do we need to pay pay for them? I've seen universities, and I don't I can't recall which one. I think it was one of the one of the big ones like Oxford or Cambridge. And they were um, paying repatriations. I saw a story a couple of months ago. You know, you know, and they were going to pay money every year. You know, it's a million pound a year, for example, it's something like that. You know, to families who are affected by them responsibly. I'm talking, you know, it's just virtue signalling, isn't it? You know what I mean? I mean, how, like you say, we've paid for it more than once. This, this, we can talk about it. Well, we're we still paying. We're still. We're still paying for it with welfare, aren't we? So it's like it's it's the never ending. It's the never ending. 
it's the uh, it's the hand that can't be filled, isn't it? What's going to happen? I mean, people like Afua Hirsch and um, uh, what's his name? I can't remember the other guy's name, but they never seem to stop droning on about it. And it won't matter how much money you pay them, because if you offer them, say, five million pounds as, re- as repatriations, in a few years' time, that's going to be seen as a slap in the face to them, and they're going to say, "Well, our families are worth more than that. Aren't you going to be paying ten million, fifteen million, twenty million? It just will never cease, and they will keep digging up people who they feel need to be repatriated, and you know, well, we we invite we invite we we invited them into a society they can't keep up with, and because they can't keep up with a society, we we give we give them every leg up we can, and they still keep failing. I mean, how much yeah. how much money is pumped into inner in cities every year? I dread I to think. Adam Scott in the chat says Kehinde Andrews. Yeah, that's the one. That's the that's the guy. I couldn't. His name failed me for a minute. Yeah, I can see his face. He absolutely bashes us and drones on about um, slavery every single opportunity. He I, bet, gets. I bet. I bet. Yeah. I bet he had a, an English university education, didn't he? He's a professor of something in some university, or I I can't remember what it is. And every time St George's Day comes up, he will be—he's the one they go to, you know, on Good Morning Television and Sky News, along with Afua Hirsch. They seem to drag them out so they can bash us on our on our our national day, if you want. Uh, oh no, he's a British academic who's professor of Black Studies at Birmingham University. Studies. That's it. Something something really important. Yeah. According to the Guardian, he's the UK's first professor of Black Studies. Hopefully, the last one. I mean, talk, a, talk about he's a, he earned himself a PhD in sociology and cultural studies. I mean, what the fuck is cultural studies? Yeah, it's just you know what it is. I, I call them I call them quango jobs, quango. You know, they're not they're not they're not really uh, uh, a degree. They're not really a professor. They're not really a job. It's just a made up something so they can be employed. Well, they they're, they're busy. They're busy. For any real purpose. Worse than a quango job. They like they're busy jobs, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, I think they're a mixture of both. They're they're they're, they're unnecessary, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're costing busy, university the reason, money. The reason I say busy job is 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 their jobs jobs just to keep keep people like that busy, isn't it? Make yeah. them feel like they're it's productive because they can't yeah. they can't keep up in in physics or you know any of any of the stuff that 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 white professors can do. So that so they just give them like a like a mock degree, don't they? And tell tell them how clever they are. Yeah, and give them a pat on the back and say, "Well done." Now we'll give you a job for fifty grand a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, and, and like you're an you're an academic. You're an you're an academic. You're an academic now, Harry. <laughs> yeah. They're an academic in the same way I'm a brain surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that, that's basically it, isn't it? It's like you're an academic yeah. now, Harry. <laughs> to paraphrase <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Just in case anyone didn't get that. Get that. Uh, that. <laughs> God's own prototype says, "I use black, you is racist. I ask culture gives me the doc- doctorate." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. There, isn't yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think you're right there, Alabaster. He said, "Cultural studies are discussion of who invented the wheel and who didn't." <laughs> Cultural studies is is how we all invented the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Did you see? It's, 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 actually, it's, actually, it's more probably how the white man crushed the black man so he couldn't invent the wheel. Is probably cultural studies. Yeah, and how they invented everything that we invented. Yeah, like you yeah. say, the wheel. Then they, they seem to come up with random things that you know who were invented by a, a Western, a Western European. 
and they talk about that. And then they'll just take credit for it and say, no, 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 no. This, this random black guy did it. And you're like, no, it's been proven. This, I'm, I can't give you an exact example, but it's like, no, 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 that's not what happened. And it's just fruitless debating with them because I think they've, they've been brainwashed to a certain degree on the other side, haven't they? So, oh, absolutely. You, sometimes it's just not worth engaging with those people. You just might as well just turn over and, and do something uh, productive. Yeah, well, I was I was on Twitter the other day and I had an FPB, FPBE, you know the 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 remain tard. He he said to me, he said, "Mind if I ask you a question?" I said, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> and then he blocked me. Again, that's probably the best response because all you're going to try and do on Twitter is get your banned. He doesn't. He doesn't. Honest. He doesn't want. A, he doesn't want a discussion anyway, does he? No, he doesn't want to hear your side of the story because the moment you do, he'll call you a Nazi, a fascist, a bigot. Whatever else buzzword is the choice of the day. So. Oh, that, you might that, as well just... that reminds me, there was a Jew on Twitter that uh, threatened to get Tuller suspended. Oh, it ain't worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they seem to they seem to get upset over little, little things, you know. Like, it's this windy. To be honest, you, you, yeah, you're on a social media platform. I'd be honest, I've never reported anyone. I've seen some stuff which is like pretty. This is from. Yeah, pretty, this is from. Pretty detrimental. The, this is from the anti-populist hashtag FBPE at the anti-populist one. He said, "Oh, oh, bless your neo-Nazi friend. Just got a bit heated under the cut the color. I think he meant color, and and now his account will go bye bye. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Toller's still there, mate. Fuck off." Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. These these people they're not yeah. they're not interested in engaging, like you say. You're better off engaging with people who are gonna even if they might they, agree they with just, you they just want, in the long run. They just want to bait you into saying something into into playing into their hands. Yep. And to be honest, nowadays, like you say, you know, I know Twitter is a, is a lot more lenient. Oh, I know I'd... we moaned about Twitter, but it is a lot more lenient than Facebook. Facebook just basically just you can't think, say anything. I think I think I, I think Adam Scott might be a big might be a big fan of uh, what's his name. Kendi uh, Andrews because he said he was he did something on BBC Three once. You know the 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 top the top channel BBC Three the real intellectual stuff. Is that is that only is that like only streamed on the internet now? Uh yeah, it's no, it's no longer broadcasting, is it? it the no only, time, the like only thing I used to watch it for was like was Family Guy because you could watch Family Guy without the adverts, which is quite, quite yeah, that was it. yeah, yeah, that's right. And now it's just a bunch of well, oh. to be honest, I don't know what's worse, Channel Four. I was trying to decide the other day, Channel Four or the BBC because it's a pretty closely run thing, isn't it? You know, well, Channel Channel Four, <laughs> Channel Four is somehow funded by the BBC, isn't it? It's funded by the government in some shape, manner or form. Yeah, yeah, it? not all of it, but some of it. Yeah, it's partially, isn't it? That's why it's that's why it advertises as well. Yeah, so yeah, that's right. Yes, it's um, excuse the phrase, but it's cancerous, really, isn't it? You know, the everything, nearly everything they put out, whether it's a history documentary or documentary on gender, or they've always got some kind of so, sideline issue with with you know they'll bring into even if it's not really to do with the story, they'll drag something in which. Oh, they've got, the they've got plenty of issues. They? <laughs> well, they were moaning yesterday. Uh, I didn't. I haven't seen the program, but it's on Channel Five. It was about Fair Dodgers on the okay. underground, or and yeah. Well, I saw the did see the trailer for it, and a majority of the Fair Dodgers were were of a like you say a brown persuasion, and 
a lot of the moaning on Twitter was about they were calling the program racist and saying don't people don't white people uh, fair dodge and I'm like if the proportion of people that do it aren't white then why would you show the majority of people on the program who are doing it as white wouldn't you show a fair representation which I think Channel Five might have done on this oh, program yeah what they actually did though yes the trailer actually you know when I watched it because I saw it come up on one of my uh, adverts on on YouTube or something. I thought, oh well, that that as as actually looked like uh, like they're being uh, fair in their representation of who's doing these particular crimes or whatever. You want to call it. I, so, I just wonder, are the program makers on Channel Five? Are they not? Have they not been through the BBC? Because not um, yet. <laughs> because yeah, because apparently the the reasons the reason Sky News is so cancerous is because is because all of these all all the people that work for Sky News ba- basic basically the BBC is is the only apprenticeship gig in town if you want to become a broadcaster so you got to go through the BBC and then yeah onto i think i mentioned this before i, I spoke to someone who I think we've spoken said, about this before yeah yeah the B, the BBC was basically this bastion of truth and they don't lie yeah no yeah and you couldn't argue to the point she got quite upset when i said they, the BBC produces propaganda <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, because she works in broadcasting and she still does work in broadcasting. And she and, and she served her apprenticeship through the BBC on some work experience, like for a year, you know, unpaid kind of like work and work. I just, I just wonder, do you think it's one of those things where you have to tell yourself the lie to keep doing the job? I think so. I think to begin with, I think people must go in there, and they must go in there. Probably, I wouldn't say they were like um, our side of the fence, but they must go in there with a, you know. The BBC are going to tell the truth, and if something happens, that's you know they're going to show a fair representation. And I think quite quickly they must go in there and realise that they're going to have to toe the line, otherwise they're going to have to find a new career or something else to do, like I don't know, dig up roads or something. Because yeah, yeah. they certainly won't, they certainly won't be broadcasting in this country if you if you've even got like a moderately kind of like right leaning. <laughs> God's own, God's own just came out with a good phrase: a deep and frequent Kool Aid drinker. <laughs> <laughs> good, good little, good little fact about the Kool Aid is that uh, you know you know where the phrase comes from, don't you? Mostly drinking the Kool Aid. Yep. Yep. Uh, did you did you know that Jim Jones didn't actually use Kool Aid? He, he did like the he used like the American Happy Shopper version, so it wasn't actually Kool Aid that they used. <laughs> so Kool Aid's been maligned for all these years, and it never deserved it. See, uh, Jim so, Jones, Jim Jones is what happens when you when you have socialism. Yeah, because so, um, how, how much do you know? Well, how much do you know about uh, Jones's cult? I a little bit. I know they all got together at the end and drank the Kool Aid, or not so the Kool Aid anymore. And, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know a lot about the backstory of this cult. I know it was quite, quite deeply depraved, heavily, heavily, heavily socialist. Yeah, was it okay? Yeah. Well, they, they probably ran out of money, and then he decided that he couldn't go to the corner shop and buy all the Kool Aid. So, like you said, he bought the Happy Shopper version, <laughs> no, which they, is a lot cheaper. I, th- I think they had plenty of money. It's just that, that it's a combination of, um, it was a combination of like um, the gig was up. You know, people were starting to people were starting to figure things out. It was it was a combination of that and like. Uh, yeah, there you go. God's own says Jim Jones was an early multiculturalism pusher. I'll have a look at that later on. I know a little bit, but I'll look. I'll look into the. Back yeah, you should have a good look into it because basically it's like really, really, re- like socialism and um, socialism and multiculturalism were like the the main tent poles of it. 
it's nearly like oh, they're finding out that communism's a joke, so we're just going to go and kill everybody <laughs> instead. Is, is is that what basically the end 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 uh, idea was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was it. It's basically I the mean, net the net started t- the net net started tightening on him, and uh, so then yeah, that's that's the way he dealt with it. They've had that before, haven't they? Like um, in different cults where they've made all the uh, cult members drink, drink the poison, and then the person who's in charge decides better of it, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, and they decide that they're not going to kill themselves, but everyone else ends up uh, ends up on the scrap heap, and they've uh, they sort of walk away from it. Hold on, bit of de- bit of dead air while I reply to Alabaster. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently the heat was so bad because it was in um, Ghana, uh, Guyana in um, in South America. Yeah. Uh, apparently the heat was so bad that they had to use snow shovels to pick the bodies up because they couldn't pick up oh, pick no. them up because the bodies just fell apart because they were so decomposed. Oh, no. I mean, you, I you imagine that having having a shift in nearly a thousand dead bodies in like sweltering heat. That was to be like the worst job ever. They probably had that smell with them. Probably, you know. They probably probably went away in the end. Well, that's 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 a thousand that's a thousand bodies. Even in the open air, that's going to stink, isn't it? That's going to be grim. And they must have had that smell come back to them at certain points in their life. Yeah, because you know, they must. I must think, have I think, it back. I think you get re- reminded of it every now and again, don't you? Oh, that'd have been that'd have been hideous. Yeah, yeah especially crazy. picking those first bodies up before you realise to do it with a slow a snow shovel. Oh. Yeah, I, I, if they give me that job, you know what I said. You know what? I've, <laughs> I quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not you, that desperate. Well, you're walking home back to America from Guyana anyway. <laughs> I don't think they had much choice over whether they were keeping the job or not. No, that's true. <laughs> right, so I found another story. A soldier had acid hurled in his face and was slashed with a blade near his base. Irish Guardsman was out running when three men pounced on Tuesday evening. Oh, do you, do you remember that story from a couple of years ago when that that um another another um another soldier was out jogging and and a couple of guys tried to kidnap him. Do you remember that story? I vaguely he I do broke, remember. He yeah. broke one of them's nose. He gave him a ba- he gave him a beating. Good, well, good for him. Yeah. You know, scary though, isn't it? You're out running and someone tries to kidnap. So you got so you got no details here. It says corrosive chemicals were sprayed across his face and chest, and he was sliced across the arm and stomach, sparking fears of a Lee Rigby type attack. Right, we got we got no we got no identifying nothing to identify these people. Yet they're saying it's a Lee Rigby type attack. Why why would it be a Lee Rigby type attack? Mm, I wonder why. Yeah, the guardsman who, whose identity the son is protecting remained in hospital, surrounded by his worried family today after the innocent. After the incident near Calvary bar- Barracks in Hounslow, West London. So I, I don't know what's what's West London like. Is that is there a lot of orcs there? Is there? If it's well, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I can imagine it's less than certain parts of London. I can imagine there's a few. It's a bit disturbing, though. You know, I mean, the guy's obviously just minding doing his daily thing. He's not really it's acid. I, 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 I can't get my head around acid, mate. To be honest, lobbing it at somebody. Uh, I don't. Well, we, sorry, well apparently, sorry, I, apparently, I we, I apparently we apparently we started it because the Cockney gangsters used to use it. So it's it's not come from Pakistan at all. No, it's not come from Bangladesh and Pakistan, where it's the most prevalent in the world, isn't it? Yeah. 
Oh, look at this bollocks. Uh, insiders tonight said his mobile phone was stolen, leading to cops to believe it was a robbery and not terror related. Footage obtained by the Sun shows a soldier in his 30s with his shirt off being hosed down by a fire crew, fire crew inside the base after the horror at a nearby park. Saucy said his wounds were not major, but there was concern the attack may have, may have damaged his sight in one eye. Um, it is believed he may have been targeted for his Apple Watch. I mean, that's bollocks, isn't it? Of course it is. Absolute fucking awesome. So, so basically, the guy's life has been ruined because this and this not beat around the bush here. If you lose your sight, even if it's just one eye, it's going to dramatically affect everything you well, do. I assume you need. Tw- I assume you need twenty twenty to stay in the army, don't you? Well, apart from the fact his career's down the toilet, it's going to affect the way you, you know you're driving. You have to be reassessed. I don't know what the actual criteria is for vision. You know what what you have to have the minimum requirements to drive. It could, in, it could affect everything, couldn't it? One insider said he was just out for a run. He wasn't in army gear or clothes that suggested he was forced forces. Not far from his base, three men jumped him and had and he had something sprayed in his face, arm and and his arm and stomach were cut. Cops are certain it's not terror, and everyone on the base is being told it's not terror. But it's hard not to think of Lee Rigby when something like this happens. Officers say it was a robbery gone wrong. There have been similar incidents in the area. So okay, so we pretty much we can pretty much guess what these what these what these people look like. So so if so you either follow follow the police's view, and um, so you either follow the police's view, and the and these people are, oh, Hounslow is Orc Central dissident says, full of sarnies and poles. So so either <laughs> these either these people are. Even in sight. Um, Even in sight. Uh, so either either these either the police are right and these people are just imported criminals, or these people are doing it for terror reasons. Either way, multiculturalism doesn't win, does it? No, and it, and either way, what the fucking hell are the police doing about it? Yeah, if this exactly. Is, if this is, if this is a incident that's taken place, you know, is a regular thing. And come on, there should be there should be some clampdowns. There should be some in, you know. People who are out on the street actually doing some police work for once, rather than just sitting behind their desk looking at, yeah. you know, looking at evil, evil white nationalist on Twitter. You know, and that's basically what they've been up to. It's disgraceful. I, I can, I cannot understand lobbying acid to somebody, mate. I just don't. I, I, I can hate people quite a lot, but I'd rather fight them face to face than, than do something like than walk pie by them callously lob acid in there. I, I just don't get it. Well, there's, there's been there's been acid lobbed over. Was it a two year old or a four year old kid? Wasn't it? Um, to yeah. get at the mother or something. I mean, these people are just fucking. It's just. It's not British. It's not a British value, is it? It's what gets me. I've I've seen programs where you've seen people who have been mistakenly attacked. You know, like they get the the person who uh, he he gets the wrong address and believes this person's been sleeping with his wife or whatever else. Yeah. If you thought if I thought someone was sleeping with a missus, I'd go around and give them a slap. I wouldn't go around and go. You know what? I'm so beside myself with anger. I'm going to disfigure them and ruin their life forever because that's what you're going to do. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see the thinking behind it. I really don't. Wait, it's that, that's that's because it's not a thinking from your culture, is it? That's why. No. Uh, that's, that's why it. we can't. That's why we can't get our heads around it because it's not. It's not us. It's not what we do. Yeah, but you see these um, uh, scooter riders, don't you, in London? You, but you know the the um, the delivery delivery guys. They get attacked, don't they, as well? You know, because they've got like ten quid on them. So. Someone runs up to them and just throws acid in their face as they're delivering a pizza or something. It's just fucking mind. Yeah. Oh, God's own says that was his own kid that got got acid thrown on it because the parents were separated. So he did that to his own kid. They're they're the con they're the kind of people we're we're inviting into our country. Wow. That's insane. 
I, I, there's nothing there's nothing I can say to add to that. But you know, words words will fail me in what in what I think of someone because that's just repulsive. Oh, I've got I've got uh, the the next the next story you'll you'll enjoy. This one's straight from straight from the la- the last twenty minutes of uh, of um, oh, what's it called? Bit question time. Uh, picture the NHS cost cutter is paid two grand a day. Two grand and, a uh, fucking day to cut costs. <laughs> I I I spoke to somebody uh, many years ago, and they were involved with the NHS. And they, they said that you had these people that were on, um, I don't know what you call them, you know, like basically advisors who were on 50 grand a year. They basically just turn up every now and again to give their opinion. And they're paid off like 50 grand, 60 grand, 70 grand a year. So basically you've got these people who could pay for the salaries of all these different like, doctors and nurses. But certain people choose to pay these people, you know, stupid amounts of money. Well, she, that, for, me, for me, she'd have to be cutting 10 to earn two a day, wouldn't she? I mean, two grand a day. What is it? Is that um, every day? Like, or is that on a certain base? Whenever she turns up, is that? She's not too. If you look at that article, she's not too keen on wearing bras. <laughs> it's, it looks like it's a bit cold in that restaurant, mate. <laughs> Someone put the eating on. <laughs> can chat. Let's see. If we can. Can we zoom in on that picture? Uh, yeah. Oh no. Next one. Uh, yeah. Have a look at that. Should be shown on the stream now. See, it looks it looks a, a bit. Bar. It look it looks a bit. It looks a bit. Cut. It's, I think it's about twenty seconds behind the streamers. Okay. Yeah, you take someone's eye out. It's, it looks a bit cold in that it's restaurant, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, we have to we have to laugh because otherwise we'd, we'd be crying. Because fucking hell, but they they think yeah, this. These people at the NHS, they have no idea what money's worth, do they? No, they just they just they just write um write what say write checks. They just pay it off. If they get something, they don't really look into why or how it's cost. They just, they just sign off on it. Oh, it's him. I thought it was her because she's like front and center in all of the pictures. Two grand a day. That is incredible. <sighs> Wish I could earn. Philip, Mr. Mr. Philip Burns was hired as a recovery director for the health board who worked with a budget deficit. Castrap board in North Wales pays him almost two grand a day to cut costs. Mr. Burns lives in a £700,000 home in the sought-after area of Marbella, Spain. Under his contract, he's allowed to spend one day a week working from Marbella. The consultant also owns, owns a £1 million penthouse flat in Enfield, North London. I like the irony of that. Pay two grand a day to cut costs. Yeah. It's crackers, isn't it? So you're earning two grand a day. How many? What does the average nurse earn a day? What kind of salary? Are they? In, in London, let's say, let's say the most expensive part, of, the most highly paid. Oh, part let's, highly paid I'll give you. I'll give you a little quiz, Mosley. The bet, the Betsy, the Betsy Cadwaller University Health Board has been deemed failing for the last four years, and is under the direct control of which party-run Welsh government? Mm, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to phone, phone a friend. Why? <laughs> yeah. My guess is Labour. Oh, how did you guess that? Fucking hell. I have no idea. I must be clairvoyant. <laughs> oh, dear. It's uh, it's currently under fire over draconian changes to nurses' hours. Uh, Leading claims they will end up working an extra shift a month for free. This was proposed before we joined, apparently. It's not yet known that you know, what ideas is put forward. 
so C- Cyborg says uh, £175 a day. So basically, what, 11, 11 nurses over that, 12 nurses, they could pay for what he earns to save cut costs. So, when, I when I pay a nurse, that, I bet, I bet that's, that's probably what, about, that's, that's at least, what, two or three nurses? £175 a day, if he's earning two grand. Yeah. So, but it's 11, is it 11 nurses? I don't, so, whatever it is, the fact that you don't need someone to come in to tell you how to save money. Just fucking save the bloody money in the first place by, you know, distributing the, <laughs> your, your revenue better than it currently has been. Mr. Burns' social media page pages are filled with images of him enjoying the good life with his life wife Lindsay Cade Davis of divorce barrister. What a pair of fucking parasites they are, aren't they? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, could, you, could you imagine dinner at the Burns mansion? <laughs> Jesus. Smithers. <laughs> I, I can't see this guy, so all I'm picturing is Mr. Burns. Jesus Christ. All that money and she can't afford a fucking bra. Jesus. <laughs> Christ, a liberal divorce Oh, dear me. She's very liberal. I think she's related to Charlie Dimmock. Could well be. Do you know what? While, while I remember, one of my pet things at the moment, since we've had this election call for December the yeah. 12th, every fucking day we've had some shitty, wanky, sorry, but awful hashtag or several. Oh, God. Seems to be today's? Like, today's, let's have a look. Today's is, I can find it. Um, it's something about talk about the Tories. Well, it is the Tories. The Tories every day. So, just give me thirty seconds. Um, Tory HQ. We had one of them, and then we had. Well, it would it would move it. Tory story. So today's trending anti-Tory thing is Tory story. About have you have you heard the are... have you heard the sad news? We we've. We've no longer we've no longer got um, Philip Hammond as a Conservative MP standing down. Let's have, let's have a moment of silence. How 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 will the government cope without him? I know, but it seems to be you get this. I mean, obviously, we all know that these um, hashtags that are aren't organic, are they? They don't just suddenly spring up from one person's Twitter account. The, these are obviously implemented by by certain uh, media companies and things like that. There is organic as Greta Thunberg, mate. Sorry, I'm, I must I must have been mistaken. <laughs> She's 100% grass, grassroots movement, isn't she, Greta? That's it, that's it. I mean, because I'm always speaking to the President of the United States and, you know, meeting with rock stars and discussing my, my political views and, uh, with whoever I, whoever I choose and then sailing across the Atlantic in some weird old boat. <laughs> Uh, so, right, are you ready for Andrew Pierce's article on the dozens of Brexit MPs that are claiming mo- that have got that are taking money from Europe, as if as if okay. we as if we need as if we needed it to spelling out for us. Uh, so, dozens of peer and peers and MPs received millions in EU subsidies for their estates, according to a new subsidy by Friends of the Earth, which estimates that almost fifty politicians have cashed in. This is a bit weird that Friends of the Earth are doing it. I mean, you don't hear a lot from them anymore. I mean, are they turning into... Are they going going eco-fash, are they? Well, it's interesting you say that, because they used to pop up quite a lot, didn't they? They used to be the, uh, the, the, the go-to kind of, like, even years ago, liberal kind of mouthpiece, wasn't it? 
Yeah, because yeah. like Friends, Friends of the Earth were more like the more the more PR friendly version, and then Greenpeace were like the more militant version, weren't they? Yeah, that's, the about, same that's about the way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Even, uh, even years ago, I, I always wished that the um that the Green Boat, um, Green Boat, Greenpeace boat would sink. Even, <laughs> even before I was really, <laughs> French, really evil. was it the French Special Forces that did that? Didn't they? they were limpet mines, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. So basically, you're in our way. We're just going to sink you. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Do one. <laughs> Move so it. If that had been, move that'd been us, though, we'd, we'd negotiated with them. The French just sort of just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Move it, move it or lose it. Uh, right then. So where was I? Um, so let, let's see. Let's see. Let's see which criminals we got then. The Duke of Wellington. I don't even know who that is now. Do you? Well, he's, he's certainly not probably a patch on the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the, the Wellington. We all know. Yeah. Uh, last year, received 91000 for his 7,000-acre Hampshire estate. Uh, the 73-year-old unelected peer spearheaded a House of Lords move to do, delete, the, delete the exit date March 29, 2019 from the EU withdrawal bill. Um, oh, shitty fucking thing here. Uh, so someone else, someone else who's 81 voted for a second referendum, received 82000 last year for his farmland in Yorkshire. That's Lord something, but there's a picture in the phone. Um, uh, in the Commons, another beneficiary is the Tory MP Antoinette Sandbach. Uh, she's what did she do recently? I recognise that name. I can't remember, mate. Again, I'll remember the name. But... Yeah, she received twenty thousand, twenty three thousand last year from the EU for the family farming business. Uh, Hesel- so they've got no conflict of interest. No, none at all. Uh, let's not forget Lord Heseltine, worth three hundred million. Uh, three hundred he, million. He's worth three hundred million. He, uh, yes, what I mean. In the past, he has pocketed up to ninety thousand for his estate in Oxfordshire, which includes a lake, fish ponds, tennis courts, award-winning arboretum, etc. When challenged about the cash, he encountered this is the whole basis of the European agricultural system. Yeah, I, I, I've I've long grand, I've long yeah. re- I've long realised that this is what it's all about. It it's it's the money they're creaming out of it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, of, yeah, of course it is. I mean, the House of Lords, oh, they should have been abolished uh, what a century ago. Nothing oh, the I love this one. Well, on... Pom- pompous pipsqueak, John John Burke often loses control of the chamber, but the Speaker has also lost control of the Commons finances. The House magazine reports 268,000 in unpaid banqueting and catering invoices and a £440 tab from the MPs eating and drinking. Call the debt collectors. The Commons facing a £4 billion re- renovations bill needs every penny. Jesus. What? Wouldn't they look at themselves in the mirror and say, isn't this going to, if people are going to get this in the public sphere, so why wouldn't you just say, you know, if you're worth £300 million, wouldn't you just save a ninety grand? Because ninety grand's a drop in the ocean, isn't it? Three hundred million. So why wouldn't you just turn it down? And that way, they they, they can't sling mud at you. Well, they, they don't. They're not. They can't. They can't. It's, it's, it's never enough. Honorable, is it? it's they're never not honourable. Pe- they're not honourable people, are they? That's what the problem is, isn't it? Yeah. But it would turn you away. You know, it, it would say when people went to fling mud at you, they wouldn't have as much or hardly anything. But these people give us ammunition, which is, is are they doing it on purpose just to goad us a bit? I don't know. But. Ninety grand. Well, just don't fucking, they just don't fucking care anymore. It's like uh, it's like Lewis Black said. He said uh, 
He said, he said, big big business and politicians. He said, it used to be two people fucking in a hotel. He said, you'd stand outside the hotel and go, I know there's someone fucking in there somewhere. Whereas now, whereas now they're just like a couple of horny dogs in the street. They just stand there fucking right in front of you, don't they? Yeah, basically just rubbing your fucking nose. Absolutely. Well, like I say, you know, big business, like you say. We, we know the corporations are the ones pulling all the strings. Uh, here's, here's here's a heartwarming story for you now. Um, there's, there's, there's loads tonight. I'm so I'm pleased. The, the, yeah, these are all pretty good talking points. It's a good job there's only two of us, isn't it? <laughs> it's good. It's a good job I've got so many so many stories for only two of us. I suppose we're gonna have to mention um, Guy Fawkes at some point, aren't we? Oh yeah, absolutely tonight. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is this inclusive? Why not only four percent? Why only why only four percent of children's book characters are BAME video? Oh, this is a video. Uh, so we'll just have a little talk about this. So it says so it says in the blurb underneath, more than 33% of students at UK schools are from black and minority ethnic, ethnic backgrounds, but only 4% of the protagonists in children's books in the UK are black and ethnic minority. Uh, the, pu- the publishing industry has made big claims about its push for inclusivity both on and off the page, but some believe progress is painfully slow. Grace Shutty investigates what what's take what's taking UK publishing so long and meets some of the creators who are championing change, including the authors of hit books Amazing Grace and Look Up and the owners of inclusive publisher Round Table Books. I mean, this is really what it's about, isn't it? It's about ra- Round Table Books flogging their books to schools instead of Penguin, isn't it? I think. Yeah, they're trying to get their uh, political aura. Is that the one with the video of the three kids? And two of them are black, and one is the white kid. And she says that she likes books with only black kids in it. And he and the white kid has obviously been told what to say word for word. And he goes, "Yes, I'm so glad as well." Oh. You know, it represents. You know, it's 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 horrible because you know the white kid has been told exactly what to say, and he's having to sit there and just accept everything they tell him that he's the evil guy, and there should be more minorities, you know, in these in these books. Yeah, I, I saw that video. It was cringe on a on a new level, even yeah. for them. It's fame. It's black, black and no, it's black. Oh, um, no, I think it's black and minority ethnic. Yeah, uh, I think God's own saying, isn't it? Black Asian and minority ethnics. No, I think it's black and minority ethnic. I'm not sure, because black, black. I mean, sure. Do you do you think do you think blacks in our country are facing probably a similar crisis to the whites? Do you think they're they're going to be outbred too? Well, looking at current de- demographic figures, and you know, I'd I'd say so. I'd say they're they're just they're just as screwed as we are, aren't they? I mean, it, it's going to be a one hundred percent Asian, isn't it? It's going to be either you know, various parts of Asia that that take over this country, isn't it? Like you say, the old, uh, the old, the old line is: it's you know, you you have uh, uh, multi cultures, as in from all different places, but you're going to have no multi cultures in the end because everyone, everyone's going to be mixed. It's going to be a, mo- it's going to be a mono culture, isn't it? Yeah. So then you take all the cultures of the world away, and that's probably what the what the what the idea was from the get go. I don't know whenever that get go was. Oh, God. Ready for another one? And uh, we've lost. We've also in the set in the same week we've lost. We've lost um, oh, what's his name? Um, <clears throat> Nicholas Hammond. We've also not. We've also lost uh, Nikki Morgan. She freaks me out. She does. 
can't remember who that one is. Uh, she's really ugly, freaky looking. Got a big nose and weird looking face. Well, if she's in the Labour Party of Liberal Democrats. No, no, she's a she's a Tory. She's one of those. Oh, she's a Tory. Yeah, she's one of your um, Tories one, the one in name defects, only. The one that defects to Liberal Democrats and then hops on yeah. to the Green Party and then becomes a Brexit MP and then goes back to back to the beginning again because obviously you've got the loyalties. Well, that that should be quite interesting come the election because how many MPs are the Lib Dems gone at the moment? Do you, th- do you think they're going to get? Do you think they're going to get wiped out? All those MPs are going to get wiped out. What worries me is the fact that, uh, as much as the polls and stuff say that the Tories are miles ahead, I don't think the Tories are going to get the votes. I don't think they're going to have enough seats to form a government. I, I think it's going to be a hung, a hung parliament again, or you're going to find a coalition I th- from I the think, other side. I, th- I think we're in the same position as the Yanks in our own way. You know. Where where the opposition is so bad that it's almost like people don't have any choice who to vote for. Are you are you gonna? I'm not gonna put you on the spot. Are you gonna vote? In the... I'm voting. To, I, I think I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna hold my nose and vote Tory. Is it a case of where you live? Is it a close run? Oh my no, my I'm like solid Tory. And any vote, any votes are wasted vote as far as I'm concerned because it's like a solid Tory area no matter what. Um, right. Okay. But I'm going to hold my nose and vote Tory purely because I want the Brexit party wiped out. Okay. I'm just yeah, sick to, I, I'm just sick to the back yeah. teeth of back teeth of Farage. I want I want the Brexit party go gone so we can do something with with UKIP. How do you think you'll go back to UKIP? He will. No, I mean so we can so we can you oh, know we can go back so we so we can uh... so so we can. Pick UKIP up by their bootstraps and maybe do do something with them or for Britain because the Brexit party is it's, it's like it's like turning turning point U, turning point UK isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah, turning it's, point turning it, point UK. I, 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 but they're funny <laughs> to look at turning point UK because everything they come out with is just utter cringe. But it's funny from our perspective because they think they're being edgy and it's quite clearly not. Since since our ca- captain hasn't turned turned up, we'll we'll steal some of his thunder. What do you what do you think to the uh, the Nick Fuentes uh, Groper stuff that's been going on this week with Turning Point USA? It's funny, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I know I know absolutely that, um, hilarious. Mor- I know Morgoth did a video and Keith Woods did a video, and it's <laughs> I mean it's 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 really like like the meme war starting again, isn't it? Do you know? What I mean? even starting... have you seen have you seen the one with Nick with Nick Fuentes? Um, he, he's watching he's watching it and commentating. That's quite a good one. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. That's good. <laughs> but this is like meme war mark two, but like yeah, this is this is IRL. This is IRL meme yeah. war. Yeah, it's kind of like a crossover, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because what because what Capstan Capstan wanted to talk about? He wanted to talk about um, you know um. Uh, what's his name? Hugh from on the offensive. Hugh said, yes, "Hugh said yeah. we need to go, we need to go out and start doing that." Yeah, that's a good idea. Actually, that's good. Yeah, I think it's. I think. I think it's. Uh, I think sometimes things happen, you know, and they are quite um, organic. Actually, that's, that's a bad, bad, you know, bad word. Maybe it's quite good though. All well, this this is this is absolutely organic. This is absolutely yeah. That's what I mean, isn't it? Yeah, and it sort of exploded, didn't it, really quickly? And everything sort of like snowballed, and it happened. And yeah. you know, all of a sudden, you know, this is just like we're like on the verge of enough. kind of like I say, in real life, I mean, what? It and is that, funny to. And watch. that audience, it, it was all groupers, weren't it? Because 
it's like, I, don't, I don't know if he was expecting it or not, but he absolutely got absolutely sabotaged. He got off mullered, didn't he? He absolutely mullered. He, he didn't know what to... That that black guy was funny. Because, <laughs> I oh, who likes, who, likes, who likes Cardi B? That was fucking hilarious, that was. It's like, what? He's like, this guy's too thick to be there, isn't it? It's like, why have you got him there? Yeah. He's literally, he's literally, he's literally, uh, literally, uh, Charlie Kirk's performing monkey, isn't he? Um, dissident, dissident port says in the, um, in the chat, he, he talks about, um, patriotic alternative with Mark Collette and Laura Towler. What do you think about that? I'm skeptical. I, 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 in I what don't, way? I don't think we need, we don't need another party on the right splitting the vote. I, th- I think. Do you, I've... do you think? I don't know what Colette's. I haven't looked a lot into it, but do you think Colette looks at it like the BNP are a spent force, obviously, which is unfortunate because they were sabotaged as well. Um, but they were a proper. I know they have their faults and everyone has their issues with them, but they were what you would call a nationalist party. They cert- well, they certainly were at the beginning. They were. They um, were. They were until they were forced to open the uh, membership and Claire Core got in, weren't they? <laughs> Yeah, and that, that's the thing. They were a nationalist party, actually founded by John Tindall, and then yeah. Nick Griffin took over. But I don't see any of the parties on the right, as you call it, you know, UKIP for Britain as a real nationalist, nationalist party. I mean, for Britain, people got issues with Anne-Marie Waters, obviously. But, you know, I don't see them as a real nationalist party because they obviously... I, th- I, think, I think God's, uh, God's own half, halfway towards what I think the patriotic alternative should be doing. Patriotic, the patriotic alternative, what they should be doing, is what, what we need is we need some direct democracy, and I don't mean marches and stuff like that. We need to be we need to be getting getting all up in these um, all up in these uh, politicians' um, faces, and we need and we need to be you know not screaming and shouting at them, but I mean getting up all in, the, in all up in their faces, as in putting pressure putting pressure on them. We we should be. Um, uh, a good a good thing the patriotic alternative could do was like the thing that I've said this about a million times, but um, Fash the Nation. What they what have you ever listened to Fash the Nation? Mostly? No, I haven't. Sorry, it's no. it's an it's an American. It's part of the Daily Shower network. Okay. Um, well, it's it's like a political show, and they used to do this thing where they where they tell you what votes were coming up, and they tell you which um and and they and they get you to ring up your local. Um, I think it's senator over there. I mean, and and putting di- putting direct pressure on them. I think that's. I think that would be a good thing for the patriotic alternative to do. If if they yeah. did, if they did like a num like a num number crunching um number crunching podcast, you know, with all the facts and facts and the figures and um telling people which bit which bills were coming up in the house, um. You know where to yes, where so, yeah. where to where to find where to find the information for their local M- MP. Yeah, God's own said we need data. We need to know how many po- postcodes indigenous indigenous British Islanders are minorities and are effectively zero presence. We need yes, we need to, we need to know we need to know all that. We need to know what bills are coming up. We need to, we need to know how to put pressure on our local MPs because that's yes, that's that, that's how everyone else works. Everyone everyone else sides sidesteps sidesteps the polit- the political process so why shouldn't we exactly that's so a good idea actually yeah good idea that, that's... We need, yeah like you say we need people who are gonna like you say if this is this vote's coming up and your mp is going to be voting on it then you you, you write to him you get you know you communicate yeah. with him but this is you know this, the, the, asking I mean, questions about it 
I'd start it myself, but I wouldn't even know where to start. But but Mark's Mark Mark has a Mark has all the all the contacts and stuff, doesn't he, to be able to to put this pressure on as well. And and also if if you if you're a pre, if you're just a pressure group, you can't be smeared like like you can with a political party. Yeah, because having a political party got to adhere to different terms of uh, like rules and um, regulations and things like that. Almost like no, no, like, not uh, only that. Look, 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 look how um, Sargon got dragged got dragged into the weeds with his. I mean, I know it was a disastrous campaign, but but look, look how he he got he got dragged into the weeds and sidetracked and sidelined. And and the same thing will happen to the patriotic alternative if they try and be a political party. You see, I I like Laura. Tabler. I think she's comes across as like a quite a person who's. I don't think she's got any real agenda. I don't think she ever set out to form a political party, and I think she's experienced multiculturalism firsthand, especially living in Bradford. And I think she's generally quite um, on the up and up. I don't think she's you know she's got some ulterior motive. But I know people have issues with with Mark Collette. I mean, I've spoken, you know, chatted to people on here and. Twitter and stuff like that, and in private chats, and I know some people don't see him as kind of like um, he's always—I don't know whether he's got a plan behind it or something, always got ambitions to, you know, I don't know, but I, they don't see him as as being being the person who's gonna gonna take us forward. Then again, so, at the moment, who but, is? But um, but if you if you look at if you look at how um, UKIP influenced the influenced um getting us the referendum in the first place they they didn't get us the referendum by getting power did they 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 got they got us the referendum by putting pressure on power and i think that's, that's and i think that's i think that's the way to do it it's it's i i think i think pressure groups and lobby groups are far more effective than i think that's the problem with democracy like you say you know if you could if we'd had the system it's um first past the post isn't it you know mm. the system if we have that, you know, if UKIP had had the, um, you know, was it the 2015 election? Though? They would have had how many seats? Loads of seats, wouldn't it? If it'd been the, the other system they'd used. But the problem is they got like, was it 5 million votes and just got one seat, wasn't it? In, as an MP or something like that. Which yeah. is crazy if you, look at, if you look at it. And I think you could be right. If we're trying to go down uh, a democratic way, I... The, the, let's have a look. Let's be honest. The deck is stacked because because the, because the, to count, counter single, counter signal my own idea for voting to the Tories. I don't believe we should be voting for the Tories because you can't keep them honest by voting for them. You keep them honest by not voting for them and keeping them like perpetually perpetually worried about whether they're going to get votes or not. Yeah. Because the because the because the the referendum the referendum was brought brought about because of exactly the same thing because um because Cameron was worried about UKIP wiping him out in the election wasn't he Yeah, he thought yeah, yeah so that's what he thought and that's why the referendum was called. If so we that's, get if we, if we get elected, we're going to hold a referendum. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's uh, that that in that in my my opinion is what is what the um patriotic alternative want, wants to do if it wants to be effective i i agree from the definitely definitely in the beginning for the for foreseeable future i think you could be right you know a pressure group would definitely be more effective because you've got to say even if they have got you know they've got mark there obviously he's quite well known especially with an arm movement and stuff like that so he's obviously got contacts like you mentioned because then, then you can I, turn... I believe they could have because then you can turn turn his podcast from from a you know a talking shop to an information shop instead, couldn't you? Yeah, and I think he's got, like I say, I think he's got the influence to do to make rounds. But 
in in real terms, you know, I don't think they're going to have any effect because I don't think you're going to see not for at least a decade of any kind of you know movement. It took it took, it took getting tw- an MP. It took tw- it took twenty years twenty years for UKIP to break through, and it took yeah, what? We- and it took a couple of months to wipe them out. Yeah, that's right. You know, two, we haven't got twenty years, have we? Let's be honest. Exactly. We we need to start making some grounds, whether it's politically or, like you say, a pressure group in you know ASAP, because otherwise we're going to find ourselves in deep shit. Which obviously we will probably anyway, but we need to try and fight the fight the tide a bit. So yeah, like, that's that's my opinion on what on what the patriotic alternative. I that's, I, that's, I, I think that's a good it, idea. I think if they try and challenge the ch- challenge the Tories on home ground, I think they're on a hiding to nothing. Because basic, because let's be honest, that that's who they're challenging the Tories, aren't they? And it and it just and and we've and we've seen what happens with Boris, Boris getting in has has given people a false sense of security, so they've gone back to the Tory party again, like a battered wife. They've gone back to the Tory party, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and that's and, <sighs> and 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 the Bre- and the Brexit and people aren't voting for the Brexit party either, are they? No. They sort of started well in the European elections, didn't they? Was it early? Was it earlier on this year? And yeah. then they, their supporters seem to wane substantially. Let's see what I'll, I'll see what I can find some Britain elects polls. There he is, Mr. Stanley Kappa. Evening. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Oh, uh, blimey. You mic set to cook. <laughs> oh, shit. Is it really that? Hang on. Let me put that back. What if I put I, that back up? I, there? I, haven't, I haven't seen levels like that since Hunter. <laughs> 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 oh, Sorry, how are we? Is it still, still outrageously loud? Yeah, you, you're still you're still coring out my bad. brain. <laughs> it's, it's a bit better than it was. You're still sonically boring into my brain, mate. I apologise. We were just we were, bad, we were just discussing the patriotic alternative. What, what are your opinions on it? Uh, my opinions are: you know full well what happened to me at work today. <laughs> 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 I've literally been back about an hour. Yeah, I thought I thought that's I thought that's why you were late. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, yeah, uh, are we live by any chance? Yes, we yes. are. We're we're mid show. We've do, we've 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 not long left the Groypers, so we can go back to the Groypers. If you we go, go back, back to, to that, you can give us your opinion. We'll, we'll go back. Oh, I'll go back to the Groypers. Am my mic mic levels still set to cuck? By the way, uh, they, they, for me, for me, it's okay. To be honest. Yeah, it's got a bit better. I've just turned you down a load. All right, wonderful. Uh, we are. We seem to be a bit light on members. What happened to? Oh fucking hell! Now I can't hear you anymore. Oh, you've turned yourself down. I can still hear him. Oh uh, yeah, I can. St- I-, I can hear you, mate. Can you still hear me? Yes. Uh, I can. I because I can. I can still hear you, but your volume in my ears got turned down immeasurably. I was like, oh, is that what I... Have I turned you down by turning that down? That's weird. Uh, does that sound better? Welcome. Mm-hmm. It, it does. Why, it am, does. I, why <laughs> am I turning your ears down? <laughs> I don't know, but please stop it, because that yeah, was very disconcerting. Weird. That's just weird. <laughs> it was up. literally like a bombshell went off, or a bomb went off, and like I've just lost 75% of my hearing. And I was like, what happened there? Um, yeah, anyway, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, technical difficulties once again. Uh, I hope you're all having a good evening. 
uh, as I'm sure you might be able to pin. Uh, I've done lots of research about this, considering the what I can only describe as the most monumental cock-up that happened to, to me this morning. <laughs> that took nearly... Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, let's move on. Groypers. Yeah. Groypers, Groypers, Groypers. Um, so, uh, return of Pepe, Pepe Mark II. Are we seeing 2016 again? Who knows? Find out in this next episode of, you know, The Fire Rises. Uh-huh. Um, however, in terms of the Groyper thing, I'm ecstatic. Finally, it's trolling and fun and IRL. young people. This, this, IRL is, this, is what, this is what I'm really stoked about, the fact that people are doing it. I've got the brass balls to go and do it, IRL. But it's just the fact is it's not even the brass bollocks. It's the fact is it's strength in numbers. If it was yeah. just one guy, it would be mildly funny. But the yeah. fact that it's a fucking queue of them. The like, room, just, the room it, was was against Charlie Kirk. Yeah, but it? It, it just it's it's just sitting there. It's just like watching someone get punched in the face and they get up and send <laughs> someone who comes to the mic and punches the cunt in the face. Part of my language, and then someone else comes to the mic and like like gets his dick out and just like cock slaps him and then goes away and some other bloke says oh there there i'll make it all better would you like a tissue and then punches him in the face you know it was just it was oh god it was a beating that he so richly deserved again i don't even know that much about charlie kirk uh, charlie kirk all i know is that i hate conservative ink both here and in the united states and just anything with with lots of young guys that just turned up and kicked the shit out of him so where, where, do you, where do you think, to bring it back to us, where do you think our Conservative Inc. is? Because I thoroughly believe that our Conservative Inc. is in the Brexit party. Um, I think it's the, both the Conservative and the Brexit party. I think that we have, for example, in Australia, and I've said his name before, and anyone who uh, who knows him will, will know that he's my type of lad, is uh, Senator uh, Anning in Australia of the uh, National Conservative Party that's uh, a very clear and definite offshoot of the mainstream Aussie Tories. And we don't really have anything like that here. It's it's not something that we, we don't have like an alternative. We have certain wings of the Tory party that are quite old fashioned, but that's about it. You know, it's, it's, nothing, it's nothing tangible. So I, I think quite frankly, it's all of it. Every last one, even even Reese Mogg or, or whatever people think of him, uh, you know he's he, you know Rothschild banker. Yep. You know, it's, uh, but, what the, but the members, the Tory party members, they were polled recently, and they're pretty much our guys, though, aren't they? The Tory party members, which well, of is course kind they of weird. Have, they have and to I be. Can, they and, have and, to and, be. And I can imagine most Brexit party voters are kind of like TPUSA tier, aren't they? To be honest, Brexit party voters are the type the type of people that went, oh, I think UKIP's going a bit right wing now. And I just want yeah. Brexit to mean Brexit. And it, oh, God. You know, it, it's a bit of a shitstorm. But going back to the Groyper thing, I know that Hugh from On the Offensive. Hi, guys. I'm Hugh <laughs> from On the Offensive. And I can't believe I moved all the way to Vietnam to realise I'm actually an ethno-nationalist. I mean, it just sort of happened. I don't know what to say. You know, it's just it's just going off. Anyway, guys, so I've got this I've got this podcast with a couple of rebased lads, one of them who lives in Southeast Asia with me. 
you know, and I just think that we need to ask British politicians all, all these sorts of really, like, angsty questions just to rile the fuckers up, you know? Anyway, see you later, guys. Here's some drummer bear. Like, like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe, you know. Um, I do like Hugh. Hugh is all right. I do, I do like Hugh. I like a bit of Hugh. But the problem is, is that it's all very well and good to say, oh, yeah, you guys in Britain should ask all these you know, um, the, these really pertinent questions to, like, politicians. And my response to that is, well, that's great. But at the same time, we're under slightly different... The, the rules, the, the, the fundamental principles of the game remain the same. However, the environment and the sort of... The, the frosting on top of the cake is different. And the difference between, between us and the United States... Uh, largely is we could get prosecuted for questions like that quite to be perfectly blunt yeah quite mild questions as well quite mild questions and even if we weren't prosecuted there's still a very very good chance um that uh, that someone's just going to screen cap that and or you know take that 30 seconds out of context and and try and destroy your life and w with respect i i fair play to anyone who's got the um the sort of the, the as you put it uh, the brass bollocks to do such a thing but i also think that we should keep in mind is that the risks that are involved in such things you know so i i i'm all for it but be warned anyway back back to you gray uh yeah i think you you've uh, done that one pretty well um, well, no, no, thank you very much. Like, uh, the other thing is with uh, sort of the, obviously the Groypers and such, like, is that the United States has also got, how do I put this, a, cons a, a majority of the conservative movement that is, we, we don't even have that here. And if they are, they're very quiet about it. Well, I, sp I suppose the, other, the yeah. other thing we should bear in mind is the treatment, uh, treatment of old Steptoe, isn't it? And he's he's mm -hmm. very. He, I don't think he's even, he's, he hasn't even been caught saying anything himself, has he? I don't think so. No, but it's the fact is, like for example, if Roger Scruton can be removed from his post for the fairly mild comments that he made about, I believe feminism. Isn't, isn't, I don't he, even know isn't he just like a libertarian? Isn't he? Uh, yeah, Dellin really Pole has him on, so he's kind of fairly light. Um, that kind of stuff, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I yeah, think he... I, I would. I'd think that if you asked him in private, he, I'm sure he'd have a lot to say. Yeah, put it that way. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Mm. So, what have I missed? Can I can I have a brief catch up? Can I have a uh, quick rundown? What have, what have we spoken about so far? We've spoken about um, Bristol what... University and yeah. why? Why, despite being Bristol Uni, for... what's Bristol University done now? Bristol the... University has employed. Um, a professor of slavery. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, why could... What? I mean, but... I mean, but, I mean, why? Are they studying all those white slaves that were nicked off the southwest coast by the fucking... I'm uh, sure by they the, are. By the Ab fucking absolutely. Moors? Do, what, what, the ones where fucking the coasts of Spain, France and uh, Britain were ravaged by fucking Vikings and, and then uh, by fucking... Um, Pirates of course, that's that's gonna that's gonna be the first. Did, did, you know, if they if they finally you know just you know wised up. To that's that's fact. gonna be that's gonna be the first thing, Professor Olivet Atelier. 
Oliver Odele is going to talk so about. So glad that we've got one of our girls uh, in right. the position. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right, bro. That's right, brother. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I know. So why don't we ever talk about the fact that people were like doing farming and stuff on you know on the south coast, and all of a sudden they ended up in the Middle East as slaves, just miraculously. We never talk about that kind of subject, do we? Yeah. Where's, my, where's, where's, our, where's our repatriations for that? Because of, my because of white because of white white privilege. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you've got mm. white Where? privilege. The slaves haven't. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to go and hang my head in shame. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's it's okay. I haven't got white privilege. I'm Jewish, so it's fine. <laughs> that's all right then. So you see, <laughs> you, well, you know, can say I... what, you can you can say what you want then. Yeah, exactly. You know, as, as a as a as a proud as a proud as a proud fellow Jew, <laughs> as a proud fellow white. Um, but also a Jew, so you can't say shit. Um, I I think that I think that uh, that this woman is is terrible. There you go. Oh, have you seen Have you seen Have you seen what those Australian mad lads have done in uh, Minecraft? Has anyone seen that? No. They've they've only they've only made a they've only made a um, Holocaust memorial in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Made out of di- is a diamond swastika. Was it a diamond block swastika in it, uh, Capson? Oh, something, some bullshit like that. Is you know some oh kid, kids invading games, man. You know, oh, sorry, fascists invading kids' games and, yeah. and doing shit. And you're like, no, edgy fourteen-year-olds on the internet. <laughs> well, that's the thing. In other news, water is wet. <laughs> you think you make these things sparkly, and, and the ki- and the kids and the kids are gonna want it. Mm-hmm. What else have we talked about? What else? Uh, just, what just else? Out, out of the, uh, just out of the thing, because I've literally jumped on this show with absolute f- cool prep. Um, I'm sort of having a flick through the chat, and a few people have got a few things to say, uh, mainly about. Hang on a minute. Go on then. Let I want to, I want to like address some chat because, like all other places, who <laughs> just ignore Grief's, their chat. Grief's digging at you. He said, "Yeah, Cappy has been asleep for a week. Ice cold take TBH. It's nice, isn't it?" Oh, it's whatever, mate. You crack on. Crack on. <laughs> uh, hang on. Let let me address some of this shit because, like, you know, we're we're the type of stream that actually, you know, reads bad comments and yeah. responds to them. We we can take we can take criticism. Yeah, let's have a let's have a look. Just saying, lads. Great, Grace backing off already. Look. No, it's it's all right. It's just like I think people have got my have got the wrong impression because I've done a um, uh, Hugh would do you in Cappy. Oh, diddums, diddy, diddy, diddums. Um, but the the problem is, when is did you slag Hugh off? I d- I think they thought the impression of Hugh was meant to was me like taking the piss. Yeah. Like it was it was meant to be endearing, but you know maybe that came across weird. I actually like quite like on the offensive. I think it's a very good channel. I don't know, um, but remember, this is this is you know land of grub, <laughs> land of grub and glory, yeah. or whatever the fucking fifth offshoot is now. Um, and to be honest, it's just, it's all fair game, all of it, you know. Uh, what do you, what do you know about Guy Fawkes? Because obviously today being November the fifth, another another t- another t- a swing and a miss for Mister Fawkes, weren't it? Yeah, he got um, he got the raw end of the deal, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he got, other he got, people got away a little draw, box. Most of them got. 
He got the drawing and quarter in, didn't he? You know, Guy Fawkes. Yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to think. I mean, what, what's what's the thing everyone says about Guy Fawkes? Who's the first man, the first honest man to ever enter Parliament? <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> is it the first man to enter Parliament with honest intentions? Isn't it? With honest intentions. There I think that's the go. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were rather upset about them. Yeah, the Yanks. The Yanks have Independence Day. We have almost Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been one hell of a bang if it had gone up. Oh Jesus, <laughs> yeah. So what happened? He got fucked over by is it Catesby? Is it Catesby got arrested? I, be- I, be- I believe so. I mean, he was he was betrayed. Yeah. yeah. So they basically I mean, made you him just wait around, you know, with all this uh, all this dynamite underneath, all this uh, explosive underneath the Houses of Parliament, and he was wet. He was there quite a long time, wasn't he? You know, for the go ahead and stuff like that, and it never seemed to. Never seemed to happen, then he got yeah, and he got, didn't got even and, didn't he, and he didn't even get the slightest bit suspicious. <laughs> no, he was there going, "Hang on a minute, lads, you've been there about an hour. What's going on?" Yeah, I think Alderborn had wanted to be in and out of that place as quick as possible. If that was yeah. his intention. It's a wretched hive yeah. of scum and villainy. Wasn't there a, a BBC one a couple of years ago? Sorry, I, I, I don't want to drag the BBC. Up. Wasn't there a BBC <laughs> drama about the um, the Guy Fawkes plot? Because he's the guy who gets the most. Because um, he burned the guy, obviously, but he wasn't the main catalyst behind it at all. But it, was but it? it wasn't. It wasn't for the reasons we think it was, though, was it? Because wasn't it like a Catholic Protestant thing? Yes, it was. It was basically. Was it? Um, no, I'm gonna. My history is really not very good on this this particular <laughs> era, wasn't it? Was it? Wasn't it Jane? Was it? No. It wasn't shall, shall I go? Shall I go to the bastion of? Um, the yeah, bast- you've got to go to Wikipedia. <laughs> The BBC, the BBC of the internet. Yes. Uh, yeah, because his name was Gui. It wasn't Guy Fawkes at all, was it? It was Gui. Remember, Fawkes, remember, scroll it? down about, scroll down, uh, just about early you know, life, the way early, the life. Page. early life, early yeah, life. Let's check out yeah. early life. I know we're all right. I think. Uh, yeah, second of four children born to Edward Fawkes, a proctor and advocate of the consistory, or. I don't know. Um, Church of England, wasn't he, Guy Fawkes? So what was... Oh, he was a military man as well. Yeah, he was. Uh, gunpowder plot. Yeah. How much gunpowder was there in the end? Oh, it was the, ca- it was the Catholics. I'm glad, I'm glad it got... Glad it got to... Yeah, Guy Fawkes was... Guido Fawkes was Catholic. Yeah. I think I think the king was the Protestant, but I can't remember who the king was. Must be the Henry the Eighth, right? No, that's after. Oh, it... mate, this is this is some quality viewing. This, this, this is this is, this is some quality. This is fucking this quality. Is, this <laughs> is why I, this is why I asked daughter of Albion on because she's she's the intelligent one. We need. We need someone. Normally, my history is pretty good, but to be honest, when it gets, I think this was the sixteen hundreds. My history gets a bit kind of a bit hazy. Yeah, I mean, for fuck's sake, lads, all we do is come online, you know, have a rough subject. I'm always late by an hour and a half because of some bullshit that happened to me. And uh, uh, and then we just take the piss out of, like, popular kids in, like, the, the online sphere. I thought that was just the gag. I mean, come on, you know. Right, 1605. Talking... 1605. Who was king in 1605? Come on, chat. Help us Al- out. Albasta. We're useless. Albasta said it was um, James I. I thought it was... James of some description. Yeah, James the first. So that was the one bit. So, so they got rid of him not long after that then. 
Ah, uh, yeah. See, that's when, that's when my monarchs yeah. get ba- hazy because we're talking Hold about sixteen hundreds in England. Sixteen hundred. Uh... Monarch. Yeah, because so Elizabeth yeah. was till sixteen o three. James the first starting the twenty fourth of March sixteen o three. So it'd be James the first, James the first, or James the fourth of Scotland, wasn't he? Yeah, because the House of Stuart. So, so what what was his story then? Because uh, he got he got he got beheaded by Cromwell, didn't he? Hang on, no, hang on, no, hang no, on, no, hang no, on, no, 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 no. Charles the first was beheaded by Cromwell. You see, James because because Elizabeth didn't produce an heir because obviously she was the Virgin Queen and all that shit. She was um, basically it came round to the fact that the Stuart dynasty inherited the throne. I.e., you said James the fourth of Scotland, James the first of England. And that's what the problem was because they had they were. Oh, prop- hold on, hold on. We need to we need to clear up. Right. So so here's here's chat's problem with you, Capstan. It was the claim that yeah. Hugh living in Southeast Asia and asking for action here was a bit out of line. Right. Okay, uh, but as actually... Alblaster said, he groiped first by flying in and challenging Sargon. Yes, and then flew out to another country. Well, that's where he lives. So. Yeah, I, I I understand that, but it's like you know, there's it's, there's it's a bit difference for like flying in and doing something, and then like literally yeah. traveling twelve thousand miles away to somewhere where you know there won't be you know legal consequences. I, I this is getting really serious, and this isn't fun anymore. Uh, and I'm going to piss like quite a lot of people off because people are continuing to grow up to this day. Asian wife irrelevant. I I don't know, lads. That's pretty relevant. I, I'm just saying that's pretty. Fu- that is this pretty is gonna relevant. Get, this is going to get spicy. <laughs> this, is, this is going to get spicy. This is why I'm sorry. This is a fucking stupid, uh, st- stupid fucking uh, thing to talk about. Because oh gonna shit! No, no, Ju- no. Cromwell didn't kill James the first. He killed Charles the first, didn't he? Yeah, Cromwell killed. Jack. Yeah, Charles the first was beheaded. Yes. Yeah. And that's uh, when you had Cromwell, and then you had Charles the second, who came back after Cromwell. Uh, yeah. Yes. We, yes, we, James, James we, we're good at this history, like we got it fucking locked down, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> you see, this. I mean, the Battle of Naseby, 1645. So you're talking 40 years later after, um, obviously, the uh, gunpowder plot. Yeah. So, uh, Childhood, we, we've established he's not one of them, but he was Spanish. So, does that count? One, one, a number of them, um, Spanish. I don't think. They're... Could they have been? Uh... Sephardic is the question. <laughs> I have, I don't know actually. As far as I... uh, describes Fawkes as a tall, powerfully built man with a thick reddish brown hair and a flowing moustache in the tradition of the time, and a bushy reddish brown beard. And then he was a man of action, capable of intelligent argument as well as physical endurance, somewhat to the surprise of his enemies. Well, he weren't that fucking clever, was he? Because he got caught. Yeah, but props for trying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Capstan asked how much um, gunpowder was underneath the Houses of Parliament. It was two and a half tons of gunpowder. 20 barrels. Oh, God, I am fully erect right now. <laughs> 20 and it would have caused dev- 20 devastation. Barrels. <laughs> was devastation over a five and almost a 500 meter radius if it's gone up. Nice. It would have caused a bit of a bang, yeah. Just a, just a little bit. Blimey, he was a busy man, weren't he? In attempt to uh, gain foreign support in May 1605, Fawkes travelled overseas and informed Hugh Owen of the plotter's plan. 
Oh, weren't it the weren't it the Welshie that that bubbled up? I'm not sure. Like I said, this this period of history is very vague, but I know he was betrayed mm. basically because you know someone oh, someone decided. God. You know, do you know what they did? Oh, fucking idiots! Uh, on the evening of the 26th of October, Lord Monteagle received an anonymous letter warning him to stay away and retire yourself into your conti, where whence you may expect the event in safety for. They shall receive so a terrible blow in the b- below this Parliament. So basically, yes. So basically, hey, dude, they, dude, dude, don't go to school today, man. I've got a bad <laughs> yeah. feeling. Don't go to school yeah. today. Just, just <laughs> yeah. don't go to school today. Okay. In other words, something, something's going to happen. But something's going to yeah. tell you what. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not even a dog whistle. That's just a normal whistle. That's yeah. like a fucking starting pistol. That is. <laughs> oh. So yeah, I mean, the effort they went to actually to get the gunpowder, the idea, it took a long time. It didn't wasn't just a flash in the pan thing. And then someone just betrays them, just like <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> I know. By the way, I've decided I want to change my allegiance now, and I'm going to write a quick letter. Well, they haven't, have they? Me. They're like Lord Monteagle sound. I'll just send him a quick, like, quick note. <laughs> I'll just text him. I'll just text him. I'll WhatsApp him. (laughs) I wonder if he was on Telegram. Uh, Hang on, hang on, Takesh, Takesh. Just wait a minute, wait a minute. What is it, Abdul? No, I just got a text. I've got to just text Big Boris. Boris's sound. Like that floppy-haired Turk. Hang on, just send me a quick text. Don't go to work today. Shit's going down. See you at t- see you at ten. Love you, babes. Love abs. Send. You know. Yeah. But didn't like the IRA do that in the eighties on a lot of their thing. They'd say, by the way, there's a bomb at such and such a train station. You've got to clear it out within the next hour, otherwise it'll to, go off. To so be fair, so to clear be, it up. To be fair, he took the torture like a chad. Forks admitted his intention to blow up the House of Lords and expressed regret at his failure to do so. His steadfast manner earned him the admiration of King James, who described Forks as possessing a Roman resolution. Yeah, didn't they torture him and he wouldn't he wouldn't give up other people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Badly tortured as well. We're not talking a bit of a bit of slap yeah, on the face. We're talking like the wrath, th- aren't we? I thought that I thought they'd say how he was tortured, but Have you ever seen the have you ever seen the rat? When they um, torture people, yeah, they, they basically just pop everything off, people. don't they? Oh god, yeah, they're, they're not messing about. It's uh, it's fucking nasty, isn't it? When you see like medieval torture methods, medieval Thumb torture. screws, stretch tables, crush tables, it's not nice. Fucking not hell! Forks revealed his true identity on the seventh of November, so he had two days of torture. Tell you what, he. Bit of a lad. I mean, if you can withstand medieval, and, and, it, and it weren't, and it, he began to reveal their names on the eighth of November. So he had like three days of torture. Oh, his well, third the confession end. on the 9th of November. So probably four days of torture. Jeez. So he he didn't give it up easy. Let's be honest, did he? No, no, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He, he, didn't, he didn't fold. He didn't fold like some scrape down the police station, did he? No, definitely not. Could you mm. imagine more modern torture methods now? I think we'd have our prisons full, wouldn't we? Yeah. I don't know. I think that, quite frankly, it's one of the it's one of the reasons that sort of the very shady organisations, for the most part, when they actually need information, don't use torture methods. They just try and kill you with kindness. Because there's something about knowing that you'll be tortured. I can't remember the study I read on this. I'll try and dig it out at some stage. It was quite interesting about that there are a certain group of people who, when placed under torture, 
um, it, it releases some weird chemical in the brain that it basically it makes you immune to pain. That it that again your resolve and and resolution almost become increases a thousandfold. I can imagine there's a point, yeah, when it when it tips over, yeah. Imagine when beginning, it's quite. Imagine it's awful. You say, Mm -hmm. I imagine there's a point where the tipping point isn't. Imagine where you become almost numb to it, like you say. Mm -hmm. Not that I want to prove. Oh, so do you want to know the do you want to know the grisly part? So on the 31st of January 1606, Fawkes and three others, Thomas Wintour, Ambrose Rookwood, and Robert Keys, were dragged, i.e., drawn from the tower on on wattled hurdles. To the, hot, to the old palace yard at Westminster opposite the building they had attempted to destroy. His fellow plotters were then hanged and quartered. Uh, Fawkes was the last to stand on the scaffold. He asked for forgiveness of the king and the state while keeping up his crosses and idol ceremonies. That's Catholic practices. Weakened by torture and aided by the hangman, Fawkes began to climb the ladder to the noose. But either through jumping to his death or climbing too high so the rope was incorrectly set... He managed to avoid the agony of the latter part of his execution by breaking his neck. His lifeless body was nevertheless quartered, and was the custom his body parts were then distributed to four corners of the kingdom to be displayed as a warning to other would-be traitors. Yeah, hung, drawn and quartered. They did that to William Wallace, but they set fire to his entrail. Yeah, so a, lot of that's, a lot of that's fake though, isn't it? I don't know. Do you know no. the story of William Wallace? No, they, they, the, the thing is with... Um... I've read a couple of books on Edward the First and the actual genuine beef that they had with each other, basically instigated by the obviously the invasion of Scotland. But um, yeah, they I, I know torture in, in torture, especially in the early medieval part, like the 13th, 14th century, they they didn't you know they it got less and less um, severe, but it it, it weren't to be messed with. It, it wasn't pleasant. It was almost like a family day out going to watch someone getting hung. Well, that's the, uh, apparently that's why public. Um... Public executions got got they they got rid of them, wasn't it? Because they were too popular. <laughs> yeah, like we what we're doing today, then kids. Well, they, yeah, let's get. Should we go and watch Dave's the again? <laughs> I didn't like him anyway. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought there was something else I was going to talk talk about Capstan. So it talks about Guy Fawkes. We've done um, Groypers. Uh, Brexit. You're not bothered with a eh, Capstan. Um, no, not in the slightest. Have you heard about uh, Biddeford? Have you heard about Biddeford in Devon? What's happened to Biddeford? Oh, the uh, white. Yes. Oh, yeah, I I did hear about this. Yeah, they had to change their name to something something's little white town as opposed to the white town. Oh, or something. Yeah. After racist claims, I'd love to know who did these. Racist yeah, but it's claims. not like they called it Niggerville. <laughs> or something you know it's 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 literally just it's it's something that's referring to like white chalk or something yeah, yeah it's, got, it's innocuous it's, and innocent it's got nothing you know? to do with race at all it's just yeah. that someone thought yeah, but that'd be a nice name we'll, we'll use i that. mean are we allowed, still allowed to have the white king white cliffs of dover or they got to be the uh, the the ethnic the ethnic cliffs of dover <laughs> yeah i know mm-hmm. no because you'll be the social po- white... the social construct of dover yeah. The social construct. <laughs> you can't use gender anymore. You have to, to be a binary. Councillor Dermot McGough. Oh, fucking jock. He's a, t- he's a Tory, isn't he? Is he a Tory? Who, hey, McGough? Uh, the, the guy who was the councillor was a Tory. If I read the article. Uh, <laughs> let's have a look. I'm, gonna, I I'm actually going to Google him to find out who this tosser is. But they seem to... I think they, 
they try and use it as almost a career. I don't I don't honestly think people complain about some of these things. It's I just think some people generate it themselves. Fucking <laughs> hell, he looks like ex, 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 he looks like he should be XSIS. <laughs> look at this. I'll put it. I'll put it in general in the group. I mean, look at this fucker. In general, that's that bloke's um, thing. He should be our guy. I don't know what he's. Fucking hell. He's a, he's a conservative as well, doing shit like this. Oh, you got his email as well. <laughs> all of all of his council details. Biddyford North, he does. Where is everybody? You all still there? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still there. there yeah, ah, you went yeah. quiet. You, you went extremely quiet. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at his address, yeah. Yeah, you got all email. his details. And his there. mobile phone. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They got his credit card detail. I think that's the only thing. Inside leg. I think inside leg's missing as well, isn't it? Yeah, he's a Tory. Yeah, I thought he was. Jesus Christ! He does look. He does look like ex sus though. I'm not messing with him. Yeah, he does look like he could handle himself a bit. Doesn't he? Yeah. He's got a massive moustache. Jesus. Yeah. So we got that. Uh... Oh, okay. One of our old friend, one of our old friends, Capstan. Um, do you remember? Do you remember Freddie? What's his name? Freddie. Do you remember the the April first episode, Capstan? Nope. You, oh, you... Uh, Freddie, Freddie, the, yeah, the gay lad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? What is it, Freddie? Oh, it's Freddie Bentley. Just like falling down the stairs. <laughs> He's even got the word bent in his last name. That completely <laughs> passed me by the last time we covered that. Well, Freddie Freddie Bentley's back and this time he's and this time he's saying uh 22-year-old Instagram influencer left the Good Morning Britain team baffled after explaining to the show that he thinks that learning about World War 2 could affect affect kids' mental health. <laughs> Based and red-pilled. Is, mean, is that because yeah. is that because he's th- is that because they'll be thinking gas chamber with wooden doors on it? <laughs> is, that, is that how it could affect their mental? But how did they keep the gas in with wooden doors? Is that is that what it is? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe I don't know. Maybe he thinks they'll just be you know triggered. You know, maybe he's just like oh no, they can't learn about World War Two because of like mental health in it. Yeah, Bled. is that the, the kid with the big eyebrows? Yeah. He is yeah. as, it's, you never. I'll take it you never heard JDLE's um, April first episode. No, I haven't. I'm, uh, I'm in uh, the dark. Here. We we kicked off with Freddie Bentley test test driving dildos. <laughs> A video. <laughs> as you do. Yeah, as you do. And then we and then we did an hour's episode in gay voice. It, it, it is one of the funniest things I've ever done. We were all da- absolutely dying, weren't we? Yeah, it was it was nice when you know we sort of like the infighting really hadn't started to properly kick the fuck in at yeah. that stage. It was it was all it was, you know it was relatively civil, even if it was savage at the same time. You know what I mean? It's that wonderful wonderful little middle ground. Speaking of which, gentlemen, mm-hmm. if if I may, I I don't know plans sort of for the next. Uh, for the next sort of part of the of the stream, if you will. But I figured uh, I, one of the things I would like to talk to, 
talk about tonight is, uh, I suppose, the future of of Hemingford Grey, really. That is the channel. Yep. Okay, go on. Um, and it's mainly because uh, me and Grey, and I don't know how much you want to obviously discuss on air, Grey, but we were having a, a chat about this uh, a few days ago, weren't we? Yeah. About a few ideas, perhaps a few additions, maybe a few subtractions, you know, uh, such like to sort sacks, of change your things up. mostly. That's all right. Then. Okay. Sorry, mate. No worries, mate. Yeah. We're, We're just, just... going to have to find another basis. I'm sorry, mostly. Right, but okay. you just, you just. You, I'm you not know. cutting it. That's it's right. the it's the endless stage dives. It's the two hours late for a gig. It's I it's, mean, it's, it's put, putting my roller in the swimming pool. I'm just not having. Yeah, it you always eat the last cheese sandwich and use the last Rizzler. You know, it's, you just pissing on the toilet seat. You're always, toilet always, seat. always with the la- with the last after eight minutes. Uh, oh, no, sorry about that. I apologise if I yes. offended you. <laughs> <Disgusting>. <laughs> oh dearie, dearie, fucking me. Um, but, uh, yeah, basically, uh, we were. <clears throat> that to be fair, that was funnier than what I was going to fucking say. We should probably just was move it? on. <laughs> did, I, did, I riff, did I riff that one? Yeah, better, you, you riffed that one better than I was going to do it. So I'm just going to use that as the tangent. Basically, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, we we've had a few ideas. And we figured since this stream's gone so well, uh, so far. So far, so good. So so far, so good. It's almost that whenever I go live, I just stick my foot in it or something. Um, but, you know, it's, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be right without. Is that in terms of the content that you see on, uh, on uh, Hemingford's channel, uh, mostly consists of live streams and the occasional excerpt from other videos or you know do you do cutouts anymore where no. you do sort of fast cuts of of like the highlights or such no like. i would i would like to uh do stuff like that yeah so uh, that's sort of the the, the main content on the channel uh, and me and gray were having a bit of a chat about whether or not it would be time to perhaps experiment with some a few other things perhaps sort of branch out um so gray do you want to do you want to kick off on that about you know, a few few little things that we were. We well, were we're gonna we're gonna get. On, I've, I've started up a WordPress site, so we're gonna once we've got, once we've got that up and, up and running. Basically, what we're gonna try and do, we're gonna try and try and because what with all the upheavals and and the and the channel banning that occurs and things like that, we we're gonna we're gonna do a, a central muster point, which will be the WordPress site. Mm. Okay. So, so that was that was the, the the main one that we discussed. Having a hub, basically our very own Morgoth's review, but not quite as good. Just okay. sort of, you know, as a tribute. It's a tribute to Daddy Morgoth cover version. Um, copy, yeah, thinking, you know, a slightly, you know, sort of the reissue or whatever. Um, that we were that we were attempting to do. The other one was, uh, I believe, a bit shoot channel or a bit shoot backup. Yeah, once once I've actually once I've actually figured out how to get how to how to get through processing on BitChute because it's a fucking nightmare at the moment. Mm-hmm. So the, that's the that's the two large ones: a BitChute presence and and do you a, want uh, do you want to start WordPress doing site. and you're going to start uploading some videos as well, aren't you, Cappy? We, I am. I'm um, going to so redo redo the um the gun episode, which was a really good episode. I, I am indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm crap at live streams. I'm not very good at them. Uh, I I usually turn the audio style very quickly. I'm very abrasive. 
uh, I'm just a bit of an arsehole, really. Um, and the only thing that really curbs that with any uh, with, with any effect whatsoever is uh, is editing, <laughs> quite frankly, and uh, and peer review. Uh, so I'm probably going to start up a a non a non timetabled series, uh, something entitled something like Capstan's Corner or words to that effect, uh, where I'm actually going to sort of not take a deep dive, but certainly go into into depth about certain other subjects as well as as posting my my, my thoughts and opinions in a in a very highly edited and structured manner, so that I just don't go off topic and start picking a fight with the chat. Um, to be quite honest, <laughs> because I, I'm I'm fucking useless um, with this, and I'm not very good at it. Um, uh, and I, for the most part, the only reason that I I'm on these at all whatsoever is because Gray is very kindly, uh, very kindly tolerates. I'm the my only presence. I'm the only person that will put up with you. <laughs> Literally, the only person that will put up, with <laughs> and uh, because I I am fucking useless. Uh, so anyway, and I'm, toxic. I'm quite, Don't I'm quite toxic. And toxic and mean, spiteful, <laughs> two-faced, <laughs> uh, jealous, angry, self-obsessed. Incel. Uh, in oi, fuck off. Too far. <laughs> Too far. Bring it back. You take that back right now. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like it, but I have to live up to that one. Um, uh, I mean, th- th- then again, I mean, but I'm still not a weeb, so you know, I've got, that's I've got a, that's that. Always, that's always a plus. That's absolutely. You know, I've I said that it could be worse. I could be, you know, I, I could be sort of, you know, bitching to strangers on the internet about something. Well, actually, that's a lie. I am. Yeah, everyone, mem- everyone anyway. remembers your gun up, Capstan. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I'm actually glad. Uh, chat, there you go. Here's the laurel wreath. Here's the take me back. This is it. You'll never get this again, right? Um, it, I'm sh- look at me showing my vulnerabilities on fucking on on live live chat and everything. Jesus Christ! But here's here's the laurel wreath. Uh, the short answer is I'm shit at this and very abrasive, and I'd quite like to channel that into something productive. Um, by sort of. By setting up a, a highly edited or a fairly edited, um, perhaps a bit educational, a bit observational series about things that that I go into. Anyway, I'm going to leave that there and stop talking about myself because that this is getting quite narcissistic and self-aggrandizing. <laughs> so let's move on to other things. So in, um, in, in short, there will be in short there will be a web. There will uh, there's now an, there's now a. Capstan, new mail confirmed. Fuck you, you twat. <laughs> so, so now I've, I'm put, I'm putting Land of Grub and Glory out as an audio podcast. Um, we sh- we shall do a central muster point of a uh, WordPress where you'll be able to find the episodes and download them, and we'll let you know where we are if channels get zapped, etc. We'll be we'll be able to, so everybody can go to one place. Good idea. I've just got a new subscriber called Dogass. <laughs> what, what a lovely name! Lovely, rounds off a whole eighty subs, mate. Congratulations! <laughs> You've been three figures in no time. I'm doing all right, aren't I? 
Yeah, you're, you're, you're okay. Um, also, before we, uh, just to add to that little conclusion, guest speakers. Let's talk about guest speakers and guest videos and stuff like that. Yeah, did you, did you, do you want to start doing some solo videos, um, Mosley? Sorry, yeah, you cut out briefly. Um, what kind of length are we talking about? Like, oh, would it, would it oh. You, I mean, do, I mean, do you, um, if you don't feel the need to vent your spleen in your own way, I can then... vent, yeah, yeah. So, what you mean, like, um, just like not live, but like almost like just do a video, then upload it when you're, yeah, yeah, in kind, in kind of, in kind of a flash style, you know, like, fla okay. like flash does. If you want to do that, then oh, we'll... yeah, I could look at doing something. Like that. Then we'll do like it. We'll 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 do yeah. like our version of uh, BPC. Yeah, I was going to say because I think the BPC was a quite a good idea because you could like have different thoughts and not just like one channel. And if it like gets nuked, obviously things can get yeah. sort of like it doesn't doesn't disappear from like the internet because that's what happens. Sometimes you come across some really good channels even if they haven't got massive subscriber numbers. And then well, well, we had um, we had, we had J, JDLE, JDLE. We had quite a few listeners there, and then that that got nuked to the first time, and then we like came, came back, and we had like a quarter of our our subscribers before. So we're going to try yeah. and do do like a muster point, like because everyone like, every, yeah. everyone can browse browser browser uh, WordPress site. You don't need any special software for it, so it's not like being on Discord or or, or Telegram. Then yeah, that's right. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, go along with that, and I think that it it, it makes it really useful, uh, just for not just the WordPress site, but the the acting as a platform again for for yeah. For example, if you just want to create a video about something just once, just a one off to get something off your chest about a specialist subject, and you can't be asked having to create a YouTube channel, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, to just for that one video. Well, what if you know someone? such as Hemingford Grey or BPC or whatever, where you could just upload it, record it, put a thumbnail on it, make sure it's half decent, chuck it on the channel. Yeah, it's good. You know, I, I yep. think it, it makes things, it streamlines the process a lot easier. Yeah, that, right. Some... that also goes out to anybody in chat. If anybody in, in chat wants to have a go at doing a stream, I'm, I'm more than prepared to host for you. So you haven't got to start up a channel, learn how to do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see some of the people that are like properly have a go at me in chat every now and then uh, to, to to do a stream. Honestly, a, a god, a prototype. If you're up for doing it, I would I would absolutely love. Uh, god's own sorting That'd out his mic. Brilliant. God's own sorting out his mic and stuff. He should be ready about Christmas. Yeah, sure. Christmas 2025. Yeah. <laughs> God's own says. <laughs> We're waiting. God's own said some good stuff in the chat, so I'd actually like to hear what he has to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be decent. Yeah, so yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's, it's it's annoying because for the for the most part of it, uh, think... as, as many people do, they just you know when when you see when you just need a put down, it's usually you know oh you incel and all this kind of crap. And I I must admit I've seen a few bits and pieces in the Telegram group of God's own being like yeah, married with kids, got a job. What? Yeah, you know it's it's quite you know, and I just completely wrecks that. Yeah, I didn't reply to you. I'm putting my kids to bed. The fuck yeah, do you can't... want? You know <laughs> what I mean? It's, it, can't, call it... him, can't call him in incel anymore, can we? No, nah, no, nah. brilliant. Oh dear. Right. Anyway, that's the that's the various updates. I think done. Yep. Any, anything else, Gray? Uh, I think that's quite. Think... 
I've made sure I've updated all of the links in... All, all of the links should be in the blurb at the bottom of this one. So I think that'll do us for tonight. We've done, we've done two hours nearly. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. There is one more story I want to do. It's... Go on, um, have you seen... <laughs> have you seen... <laughs> I'll stick it. I'll stick it in general. This one is a beauty. Uh, both of you have a look at this beauty. She's a she's a pure English rose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw this. Jesus Christ! Mum's <laughs> Mum's fury as Deliveroo charges her for KFC birthday feast, but fails to deliver. A mix-up when entering her address on the company's website left a mum of six hungry and twenty-eight, twenty-nine out of pocket. <laughs> if she, if you painted her, she, if you painted her green, she could go as a groiper, couldn't she? Yeah. <laughs> or is it FC South? Is it South FC's missus? It's FC North. Huh? Uh, it's FC North's <laughs> missus. Honestly, if you replace that phone with a can of Carling, it is basically <laughs> FC North, isn't it? North FC. <laughs> what a beauty! Um, oh yeah, I did see. <laughs> Didn't she enter the information incorrectly, or was that you know it's just that she fucked up and then blamed KFC for it? <laughs> good lord! Oh dear lord! <laughs> that is. Oh. But you listen to the why. It's like yeah, it's a mum. A mum has blasted Deliveroo after the firm delay. Failed to deliver a KFC meal meant as a birthday surprise for her daughter, but still charged her for it. Dawn Bailey, 38. Fuck off, is she 38? <laughs> 30, what, what, any advance on 38, lads? 55. Oh, dear. Uh, I mean, is that oh, it's 38? Sure, is, that, is that the width of her thigh in inches? <laughs> like, is that, you know, I, I don't know what I'm, I'm supposed to say about that. Probably whip for a face. Oh dear. <laughs> Savage. Dawn Bailey, 38. Uh, citation needed. Uh, <laughs> Big <to> citation. <laughs> Many citations needed. Complained to Stoke on Trent Live that a mix up when entering her address on the delivery website left her hungry and 28 29 out of pocket. She had intended to treat birthday girl Erica to a fried chicken feast, along with her sisters, Tanisha Jade. And two-year-old Alicia Rose, and their grandmother Angela, sixty-one. Are we? Are we guessing? Are we? Are we guessing that maybe Tanisha Jade isn't the isn't the entire white phenotype? I get, I get that. Impression. <laughs> uh, yeah. So having ha, having inadvertently entered both her current and former address, then unfortunately, delivery driver was sent to the latter. So, so she fucks up. Where do I? Blames... Where do I live? Where do I live? I live. I lived there, and I live here as well. Why? Why? Why would you put both of those in? Apparently, it's where the. Do first... I, live? I don't know. See, I, this doesn't add up because apparently it's her first first time she's ever been on the site. So why would you put your old address in? Well, judging by the look of her, <laughs> she's not gonna not gonna be joining Mensa at any kind of any, any stage. <laughs> So I get the feeling she's a few sandwiches short of a full full picnic. And... She's a cut. She's a couple of drummers short of a bargain bucket, isn't she? Yeah. 
<laughs> Mr. I like how we end the store and end the show on a real light note. Yeah. Mr. Two Six Two birthday surprise KFC. Wait, what? <laughs> Thirty eight inches is the circumference of a bingo wing, says Mr. Two Six Two. I thought I'd, I'd, this is like this is one story I couldn't not do. I this just cracked me thought, up since the first time I read I it. Think we Your should... mum's so fat that she ran to her old address for Edwards <laughs> AFC. I think we should finish the show every week on, on stories like. That. <laughs> oh mate, this is, they don't come up. They don't come up like this though. Do Fucking hell, six kids she's got. Jesus Christ, those beady eyes are freaking me out. Man. She is. She has vowed never to use the food delivery service again. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Six, six kids. Six kids. I usually, How? I usually use just... <laughs> How? Well, that's why we invented the light switch, wasn't it? Who did she steal them from? <laughs> I eat babies. Get my belly. <laughs> Fucking hell, Deliveroo. <laughs> I'm not even going to do the accent. I can't do accents. Yeah, fucking hell, Deliveroo. All I want is some iron brew and placenta. Uh. Deliveroo, oh, get dude. in my belly. Get in my belly. <laughs> she said, I was fuming. Oh, it's a shame Hobbit's not here to do his voice. Do you remember the voice he did for that other woman? <laughs> With the potatoes. Do you remember that one? Oh no, I don't. No, anyway, yeah. should we? Uh, should, should, should we just fucking milking this? Because like, I fucking love this story. It's my, <laughs> this has been my favourite story of the whole week. I usually use Just Eat or Food Hub, right? As in, she's got accounts with both of those firms. She's got an account with every delivery <laughs> with agency every out delivery there. agency. She has. She's just not, you know, she keeps them afloat. Oh. Yeah, she's probably on first name basis with all the local pizza. <laughs> six fucking kids. What's the betting though? It's six kids with six different dads. <laughs> I mean, I'd find that almost more impressive, to be quite honest, that she persuaded six men <laughs> instead well, of one. Did she? Did she persuade them? <laughs> did you? <laughs> Oh dear! How does it's like? It doesn't matter how ugly they are; they still get a bloke, don't they? Oh, six fucking kids! Six fucking six. kids! I mean, she's had sex six, six times. Girls, <laughs> girls, an incel, and she's had sex six times. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to move that picture out of that. I can't stare at that woman. I've 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 literally transfixed on that on that <laughs> fucking picture. Oh my Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> six fucking kids. I know. I think I think we're all stunned by that revelation. <laughs> oh God! I, I said fuck fuck the story. Fuck all of this. Mum of six left a mum of six hungry and twenty eight quid out of pocket. Mum of six. To be fair, she could she could probably do with going hungry for about a week or so, couldn't she? At least. <laughs> oh dear. So right on on that note, I think we'll leave it on a high. So I'll say good night all. Uh, links night. links are in the bottom. Don't forget, Dope Movies and Shows has had two two episodes out this week. 
Uh, we've done the Pagans, so we've done the Wicker Man, uh, Darklands, and um, Wicker Man, Darklands, and Midsummer. Uh, there's also our Joker episode this week. <laughs> oh, Mister Two Six Two wins the internet tonight. He said, "Mum's been to Iceland and she ate everything." <laughs> 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 don't forget Grub and, oh. uh, Land of Gr- Land of Grub and Glory is now an audio podcast. It's on uh, it's on uh, Anchor as uh, www.anchor.fm forward slash Grub and Glory. Uh, what else? Uh, don't forget Thursday night. Thursday night is uh, fourteen words. It's the second part of the political sorcery episode. So. That's me all done. You got anything to? You you guys have got anything to plug? Uh, uh, go ahead. Now go ahead. Go ahead, mate. Please. Um, tomorrow I've got a stream on Brutus's channel. We're talking about kings and queens of England. Oh, who are you doing? Who are you doing this week? You did William last week. Uh, didn't you? Yeah, William the second. One William Rufus. Uh, William's first. Well, he had two sons who were kings. So was the first king of uh, of his offspring. So that's tomorrow at eight. Right. So. Okay, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You've actually got something to plug, Captain. Yeah, yeah. I was going to tell people to, to look out for the uploads on your channel uh, in the next few weeks uh, that I'm going to attempt to make all nice and pretty. Uh, I'll probably do a few of them and then and, and just see how it pans out. It'll all be pre-recorded stuff. Uh, this is just this isn't going to be my main thing. I'm probably going to take a step back from the live streams for a bit. And and try and focus down on this a little as as yet another hobby, which should be be quite fun. Uh, but yeah, so if anyone's got any suggestions about what they'd they'd like to hear about or any topics they'd actually like me to cover, by all means send a message um, in either the uh, Discord or Telegram groups, and remember to tag me in it uh, if if you actually have anything particular. Uh, you'd like me to discuss, and I'll see if I can accommodate. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. So don't don't forget we're on Landergrub and Glory on. Uh, we're on Telegram. Um, you've got Emmy's House Party. I'm on Discord. Um, JDLE on Telegram. Fourteen Words is also a Telegram group. We're all over the place. Uh, night all. Good night. <laughs>